Yo, 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 Mr. Skirty Skirt McBaint Psalms. Wow, that was How a combo of both today, of our names. Brother? <laughs> brother, I would like to report that I am doing well. How are you doing? <laughs> that was the uh, the slow, the casual intro, the slow casual intro. That's all right. Got to switch it up on them every now and then. Yeah, you know, I don't want to, if I come in excited every time, you know, like Rob Deerdeck Factory. Rob People are going to be no, like, don't ridiculous. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I come in like that every time, I don't want to always build that expectation. Sometimes I'm chilling. Right. And sometimes people might be like, you know what? There's no way these kids are this excited all the time. I kind of am, though. Like when it comes. To yeah, yeah, that's you, true. Like, you are. You are. <laughs> um, Like, I mean, not all day, but like when it comes to like when I'm on when I'm pot and I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, best part of the Let's day. Fucking get like, it. I get excited, like putting the doc together and shit, like thinking about all the dope shit that we have to talk about. Um, Hell yeah. Which you should. Well, I guess. See, you're smart enough where you don't have to write things down. I have to write things down and I got to have a doc. But I can just I like, Johnny, talk about the Yankees and you'll be like, OK, here's everything. Here's an update. Yeah, but I wouldn't say I'm smart enough to where I don't have to write things down. I think it's more of me just being lazy. But I also can't. I, I my memory's not that bad. Like I can remember somewhat well. Um, yeah. But it is yeah, nice. I like I will say, I will say, since I started my new job, I have gotten in a habit of like making lists and stuff, and just having like information in front of me, like physically, because it just helps a lot with like Everything. organizing my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of the doc, it's quite a lengthy one today, but uh, I don't know. I guess I did say we do some BS in first, so we don't have to hop right into it. Yeah, I'm down to get some BS in, dude. Uh, would you uh, would you get into this weekend? We uh, Friday night or Friday. I, so Friday, I got out of work early. I did myself a favor. I said, Kenny, Lex, actually, she pushed me. She said, Kenny, it's going to be beautiful on Friday. You should go play golf. And I said, you know what? You're right. I should. So I wanted to get out a couple of a couple hours early. So I worked 13 hours on Monday instead of 11 and 12 on Tuesday instead of 11, 11 Wednesday, 11 Thursday. Right. And then I only worked until two on Friday, had a 315 tea time, played with three random dudes. They were all pretty cool. Um, oh, you just went out by yourself? Yeah. You, were out yeah. Your, you went out with your boys or something? No, nah, none of my boys. Because like, I don't really live near them. So it's not like near them when they get off work and shit like that. And they all would have had to get off work early. Right. Um. So, I mean, I that's kind of what I plan on doing, honestly, just going out like early Friday by myself and golfing. Like maybe TJ will want to because the course I played at was actually probably like it was a half hour from me, but it was probably like 15 minutes from TJ's new house. He just bought a crib. Oh, nice. Um, And it used to be a dump, but it's kind of it's like it got they got new owners and they're like completely redoing like every like the almost the entire course like not like they're keeping the course the way it is but they are like completely redoing the greens and all the bunkers all around the greens like the general holes are going to be the same but they're right. completely redoing everything like around that's the- how uh one of my old courses at my old job one of my courses was like that um mm-hmm. we were just trying to like build the reputation back and they put so much money into like redoing the course yeah. and everyone like up until i left was like yo the shit you guys do with this course is nuts yeah I can see, like, some of the course, like, kind of sucked. Uh, we didn't hit off any of the actual tee boxes, which sucked. I mean, it's, it wasn't that bad. You just fucking tee up. Um, right. But it was all, like, you're in the fairway. Um, they just, like, spray-painted the tee box and put the Johns on them. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Because they're, they're redoing literally everything. Um, one of the greens, like, the they were, like, actively, like, working on the greens. So the they put the whole, like, 
maybe 50 yards in front of the green, like in the fairway, and it was just like shitty grass. Like it was, there was no putting. You can, it's like impossible to putt. Yeah. Um, and, but it wasn't bad. And there was like towards the back, we hit a few holes where it was like done. And they were basically just like, like you could tell that the sod was like laid fresh uh, and stuff like that. But it was like, that was like some, there were some of the only like complete parts. And dude, it looked nice. It looked like pretty challenging. It was like extremely like hilly even within the grass between bunkers, there was a shit ton of bunkers. Um, it looked like it was going to be pretty tough, but the dude was like, those dudes had all played there before. And the one dude was like, yeah, like with that, all that grass where I was just standing is all new. And it used to be, that used to be all water. And now it's no water. I'm like, word, I love less water. Yeah, that's all great. Less water. Helps your score. Helps my score. Helps everyone's score. Balls, dude. That's my that main too, goal dude. is don't lose balls. And I, I didn't lose any, I don't think. That's uh, that's like the worst thing about golf, especially when you're like, not like, not like we obviously like we have money to buy golf balls, but it's like golf balls aren't cheap, dude. When you lose like six of them per round, it's like fuck. Especially like I got a bunch of golf balls for Christmas that had like cool little like things on them. Like I got two boxes that had like little pizza slices on them. Yeah, I was like, oh excuse me, I was like these are cool. Like I don't want to lose these, and then. I get to a point where I'm like, all right, I want to use these golf balls. Let's try not to lose them. And I lose fucking five of them every time I play. I'm like, well, yeah. fuck, there go my yeah. good balls. I have, Back to the um, nitros. I had bought some golf balls. I forget what brand they are, but they're nice. They're the soft Jones. I like the soft yeah, Jones. I don't yeah. have like, the matte finish on them. I bought a bag or a box of like neon yellow and a box of neon pink. Um, and they were cheap. They were uh, – but 24 pack for or no 12 pack for like 20 bucks that's not um, bad and i was like all right these are like good balls um i'll use these and i still have i think two sleeves of each that's not that's not bad dude my uh, go-to is the fucking you can get a 12 pack of nitros which are like i mean for me dude they're fine you know what i mean yeah. for like six bucks and because i'm like i know i'm gonna lose these i don't feel like spending money on on good balls i'll, I'll treat myself every now and then and get some like tailor mades but I just fucking like once I until I'm like dialed in yeah. with my golf game, I'm just gonna use those. Yeah, no, Costco, they have Costco has good golf shit. Um, like some people have they have like a three wedge set and people are like, like these clubs are actually nice. Like I like Dylan Dylan has those, they're pretty nice. Um, and they have balls at Costco and it's like a 36 or 48 pack and it's cheap as fuck. The Kirkland's, I, right? Yeah, I don't know how much it is, yeah. but they're probably like 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. So I bought a box of those like when me and Lex, like one of the first times we were in Costco, I was like, I'm going to go get balls uh, just, just to have. Um, and so I have those, but I haven't even literally used one of them yet. Yeah. Um, Cause I have a bunch of balls left over from last year. My, the club that was near my parents' house, I'd always played at a gamblers. Um, they did a bag of 12 used balls um for 12 bucks so i would do that's that all bad. the time yeah that's and, not like, bad they at didn't all sell like shit balls like they were all like good balls like you know it's like buying a refurbished fucking laptop or something that's like uh they so you know like the flea markets the outdoor flea markets they have down here yeah. in myrtle beach yeah you can go there dude and buy they sell them in like egg cartons like the dozen egg cartons and it's mm-hmm. like like seven dollars for just like people will just go to courses like fish out these balls from the ponds and stuff clean them up and then resell them like seven bucks dude and you can get like pro v1s like right fucking really nice golf balls bridgestones for seven bucks so i, I was yeah. doing that for a while but it's kind of out of the way from where i live now yeah no nah, that's a good move i mean but i didn't lose any balls when i went out 
I think that's, I lost. That's a. I lost one, and it was because I didn't feel like going to get it. Like I literally could see it. I just didn't feel like riding right. to get it. I was not having a good hole, and I was like, I'm just gonna leave that one there. I dropped another one, and think dropped it right on the green. That's I'm not even taking a mulligan. Yeah, dude, and it's like the worst part is when you lose a ball that's like very findable. Like sometimes yeah. in Myrtle Beach, like if you just catch the golf course on like the wrong day or something when the fairways aren't cut, um, yep. your ball will land like a few inches off the right of the fairway in play and you can't fucking find it yep. because the grass is yep. too long and it's so annoying. Yeah, there was the one time I was playing at Gamblers right after it rained and off the first tee box, I got under the ball too much. Straight into straight the up, never straight down. I yep. saw it was like it was a good shot. Um, you know, I because the first hole goes straight out and then it turns right. And I was right like on the turn, just like just on the other side of the cart path. Um, yeah, and I was like, perfect look at the green. I'll fucking drop that bad boy in there and I'll, you know, putt for birdie because I'm nice with it. Yeah, nope, ball's gone forever. I'm gonna take a drop and <laughs> miss the green and then I'm gonna three putt, but it's okay. <laughs> Hey, man, at least you're fucking putting it on the green and, and putting it out. You know what I mean? Dude, like, I had, like, I was by far the worst one in my group this last weekend. Not by far, but I was definitely the worst. Um, But, my dude, my outs out of the sand traps were fucking nice, bro. Uh, that's I'm nice good. out of the sand trap, but um, booty, like, 10-foot, like, flop shots. Like, 10-foot flop shots. Yeah, just me too. Me too. Um. And just like honestly, anything with my wedge, like that's gonna like I just what's scroll. your I'd be scrolling with my wedges all the time. What's your wedge like? What's your wedge degrees like? What do you have regarding 56. like your? You just have a fifty six. I think so. Yeah, and a pitching dude. I'm telling you, like, go to like some fucking like a pawn shop or something and find like a cheap sixty degree. That helped me a ton, dude, with that like those type of shots because even if you scroll it, like. I mean, you you can still skull it and hit it seventy feet over the green, yeah, but like, I think I used there's to so a, much loft on it that it helps a lot. With I that used to have stuff. a sixty, um, but I left it. I loved it, dude, and I left it yeah. on the hole, never to be found again. Now somebody else is loving it, dude. So I had I had like a ten dollar sixty degree that I got at one of those pawn shops in Conway because it's left handed clubs are so cheap because nobody yeah. fucking buys them. So I bought that and I just had that in a pitching wedge for a while. And then for Christmas, um, Maggie's parents got me a 52 degree and then Don got me a 54 degree. So I have like a whole complete wedge set now and it's fucking awesome, dude. Like I, I literally will, if I have like a five foot, like flop shot, I'll just grab, like, I, I would you normally use my 60 degree and you kind of have to like get under it and kind of yeah. have like a perfect swing every time. But now I'll just grab my 52 and just act like I'm putting and just bump and run it. And it changed, it has changed my game like immensely, dude. Like a 52 degree, yeah. like 10 feet off the green and just like kind of use like a putting stroke. It gets, yeah. it hits the ball perfectly every time. It's so nice. Does it get under it like that though? Or is it just like. It doesn't, it doesn't go up and down. It's just, like it's just more of like a, yeah, it's like a bump and run, but it like gives yeah. you the perfect distance. I don't, I don't ever embrace the bump and run, but it's tough for me because look, my shots aren't dropping in on the fairway in front of the green and I just didn't reach my shots are dropping all around the green in the rough. Like it's, I'm usually not in a bump and run scenario. Well, you don't even have to be on the fairway for that dude. If you're just like, it's, it's more of like distance. If you're like anywhere off the green backside, front side, left, right, it doesn't matter. If you're just like a certain distance off the green, use that because your ball is going to get off the ground enough to where you're not going to duff it. Like you would with a 60 degree and then take another stroke two feet away. You're going to get it on the green and then it's just going to roll. 
So like the biggest part of my game, dude, was realizing, all right, get away from your 60 on those type of shots and then just use the bump and run with your 52 because like realistically, you're not going to put your 60 degree from that far away on the hole. So just you don't know me like try that. and get it close. Well, I'm not, is what I'm saying. Like, that's what I had to teach myself because I'd always yeah. try and get the perfect fucking loft shot and drop it right on the pin. So I was just like, dude, just use the bump and run. Sometimes I'll even use my pitching wedge and just all I all, I actually learned this on TikTok was just like grab your pitching wedge or your 52 and act like you're putting. Just use your putting stroke, but with that club, and it'll give you the perfect distance every time. Hmm. And it to took try, like to it took out. a good amount of strokes off my game. It's just frustrating when I'm like you know, 75 to 100 yards off the green. And I'm like, I can't use my 52 because my 52 will go too far. And I have to use my 60, but my 60 is such a hard club to swing because you have to hit it fucking almost perfect every time. That's where, that's where I'm struggling right now. That and my fucking drives have been, I have such a bad slice that goes way left. So bad, dude. And I think it's just like, I don't know what it is, but I got to figure it out. Um, Try like pausing at the top of your backswing. I've 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 tried that, but that loses makes me weird. lose all power. Yeah, dude, but that I doesn't matter, that dude. For... It doesn't. You you don't need power to hit it. Well, you need some power, but you don't need like that. Like you don't need that like momentum. You know what I mean? Right. That's, I... What, that's what it is. Like when you if you come back and then swing like right away, like what I do, like and because we play baseball, like it's part of how we how we swing. But like the, the the by the time the the face of the club hits the ball, you're it's already open. Like the way right. that the flex works and the way that like your hands are gonna like open up early. So if you pause up there and you make sure that like the face of the club is like coming through as your hips are turning, because too often I'll turn my hips first and then the face of the club comes through and that hits that it makes you hit it with an open face and then. I that's probably exactly right, what it has and you yeah. slice it to the left right um but this kid that i played with the other day he was like dude just pause at the top and then it'll make you like realign kind swing. of yeah like, like your body will be more together when you come down and i was like all right and i started hitting my shots a lot straighter dude my drive on 18 was fucking beautiful like the, yeah one of the best shots of the day from everybody dude that's my thing like i don't do it like I, I don't do it like thinking, okay, I'm going to swing like really hard on this drive. Like it's just, it's natural for me because of my baseball swing. Like I right. just have the same amount of power on every swing because I've swung a baseball bat a million fucking times in my life. And I can't like get out of the adjustment of, all right, it's a golf ball. I don't have to swing as hard as I do with a baseball I bat. Know. It's like, it's so hard to get the concept of don't swing your hardest out of your head. Yeah. And it's like, even when, all right, so this is my problem. When I do that, I'll, I'll be like, dude, I don't need to swing hard. So I'll like make the adjustment to not swing hard. And then it just throws all of my mechanics of my golf swing out the window. And I can't swing a golf club to save my life. Like if I'm like trying to like think in my head, don't swing hard and take power off any of my golf swings. Like I can't fucking even hit the ball. So I just have one swing where it's like I swing hard and through and like seven times out of 10, I can hit the ball high and far and straight. But if I'm like a certain amount of distance off the green, I'm like, I need to take a little bit off this. I, dude, I fucking chunk yeah. it. Don't even hit the ball sometimes. Like, that's the hardest hard, part about I never golf. Hit the ball. I just whiff. If, 
But, dude, I'm the complete opposite. If I go up to the ball and I'm like, I need to swing out of my shoes, I can hit the fucking piss out of the ball. Like, dude, there are times where Jake and I and his dad would play, and I would just be like, all right, I'm going to hit this drive hard and straight because there's no water or anything on this side. And I'll just swing really hard, and I'll hit the ball too far, and I'll lose my ball because it went straight and too far. And then I'll be like, next hole, I'll be like, all right, got to take a little bit off because I got the fucking path of the of my swing down. I just got to take some power off. And that's where it goes three holes over to the left. Why did you hit it too far? It. It's just the fucking power that I swing with in my golf. Like, I can't I can't calculate. How, how is it too amount. far? Like, it goes, like, on a dog leg right or dog leg left. If the hole's not dead straight, oh, like, yeah, my yeah, balls yeah. go in fucking into the woods or, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I can yeah. hit it far. That's my problem. I can hit the ball too far and really hard, but it'll go straight every time. Or I can hit the ball great distance, but it's going way left or way right. You know what I mean? Like, I can't get both of those on the same plane. Well, I think you should probably try to figure that out. Uh, yeah, that's why I got that golf game on my VR. So I'm kind of trying trying to figure things mm-hmm. out. And um, speaking of baseball, Maggie and I, we went to the batting cages over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. In, in Wilmington. And – um, so they had like probably like 10 cages, five were baseball, five were softball. Maggie wasn't going to do any. So I was just like, all right, we'll just get, it was like $10 for 10 coins and one coin got you 12 pitches. So I was just like, I'll just do $10. It was actually pretty cool. Cause they sold like beer and stuff there. And it was called like batter bat and beer or something like that. So That's you could go there cheap, and drink dude. and like, yeah, dude, it was fucking awesome. 120 balls. And dude, my last, my last three or four coins, I was only doing it because I was like, oh, I have them. I might as well use them. I was done after like five. Like I, I'm so sore right now. Like look at my fucking hands, dude. Like I ripped up my hands and my thumb and shit. I had batting gloves on and everything, but I got in the cage. They had a 45, a 55, 65, 75, and 85. So I first, I started out, I was like, dude, I haven't swung a baseball bat in over a year. I'll start in 75 and then I'll go up to 85. Like once I get dialed in. Stepped in the first, like, my first coin. Didn't hit a single pitch, dude. 75 miles an hour, like, to yeah. me, like, five years ago was nothing. That's like a fucking meatball. So I'm like, all right, dude, like, with 75, I should be able to hit that. Just throwing gas. This machine was gassing me, dude. I was swinging. I'm not even coming close. So I was like, Maggie's over right. there fucking laughing at you. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I got out of the cage the first time. She was like, and that was, like, the first time she's seen me play baseball. And I've been, you know, I've been gassing my abilities up to her the whole time we've been dating. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm pretty nice at baseball. Like, I've played my whole life. Like, I know what I'm doing. Got in the cage and just got shit on by a robot, dude. <laughs> so the second time, I was like, I was, I got out. I was like, ah, oh, it's been a while. Second time, I went in the 75-mile-an-hour cage and just fucking mashed, dude. And I was like, dude, I was hitting the piss out of the ball. And um, I was like, it's wild how, like, adjusting for baseball is so important because it's not like in in golf you have to like your time i mean you have timing on a swing but like you're not timing something coming at you you know what i mean right right, right. so like just in my head like without even realizing what i was doing i just like timed up the machine and i just started matching so then i went into the 85 mile an hour cage and i was just pretty much the same thing like 10 miles an hour it's not that big of difference unless it goes from like you know if i stepped in 95 i wouldn't be hitting shit but 85 miles an hour is pretty basic for like high school standards you know what i mean but dude i swung a baseball bat probably 120 times fucking my arms dude i i shit you not every muscle in my body from like my chest down and all my arms have been in serious pain for the past two days like 
it hurts to laugh, dude. I'm not like laughing right now hurts. <laughs> I won't make you laugh, Dad. I'll That's keep it serious. Possible, Come on, yeah. We're on the pod, bro. We're gonna we finna be laughing. I don't even do giggles like that. I'm not even a comedian. <laughs> but dude, it felt it felt really good to uh to get in a cage and swing a baseball bat. I think I'm gonna start doing it more. We got a cage down in Surfside that I used to go to a bunch. Um yeah. it's pretty close to me. So I'm like, I might start hitting that up just because, like, dude, I don't go to the gym like really ever. But if I was like going to the batting cage, I shit, I'd do that shit every day. I'd take 30 minutes on my lunch break to go swing. 50 times at a batting cage and just get some fucking work in you know what i mean yeah yeah it was it, it felt really good but i made a nice little tiktok out of it got some uh some videos on my swing it was nice out of babe i uh i finally got myself back in the gym today after a hiatus with a broken finger yeah I didn't how was your shit. finger it's good dude i played golf with it yeah it hurts sometimes, like if I move it the wrong way or something. Like, but for the most part, it's pretty good. It's a little fat still. Yeah. Well, I played around eighteen happen. without a splint, so I mean. Hmm. Did it hurt at all while you were playing? Yeah, a little bit, but not too bad. It's just like sore. I hadn't used it in mad long. Honestly, all right. my fingers were sore the next day, and like my hands are like still kind of sore. Yeah. Just from what like, I don't really sense. use those muscles too often. Telling you, dude, you should get a fucking go to Dick's and get like a fifty dollar wooden bat and some gloves and just hit the cage, bro. It's like you're not used. To, like when you play a baseball game, you don't swing a hundred times, right? But in golf, right. you do. Like you, you like I shoot like a one hundred five. I'm swinging probably more than a one hundred five because of like my mulligan and some missed strokes and stuff. But a baseball bat, bro, you forget how much heavier they are than golf clubs, dude. Holy shit! And you're like swinging out of your shoes pretty much every time. Maybe I'll have you're not just like loft shotting, but there you go. Hit some dingers off of Lex. Yeah, Lex, can can you help me boost my ego? I've been feeling bad lately. Just toss <laughs> give me, me some, some give me some soft toss. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Why dude, so like Friday, Friday we went to a uh, comedy show in Wilmington. Yeah. And it was at like this little kind of like comedy cabana type indoor place. And we get in there and the host comes up like when the show begins and this might sound fucked, but I'm just like trying to paint you guys a picture. She was probably like 400 pounds and like super feminist. Like the fir- within the first like 15 seconds, she was making like jokes about how like all guys suck and all this stuff. And it was just like, like, well, dude, I, I'm, I forget her name, but the it was host, just like said? the host. Yeah, she was the host of the show. She wasn't right, the headliner. Right. Yeah, she was just the host. And um, so like, I don't get offended by anything, dude. Anybody could make any sort of joke, and I like, I will find a way to laugh at it. You know, even if it's like super dark. Like dark humor is my favorite. Yeah. But it was just like she was the first lady. The host was not funny. Like I was just like, dude, this is this sucks. And then um, the second girl came up and she was probably like our age. She's probably like a little younger than us, probably 22, 23. Um, Also super feminist, but she worked at Trader Joe's and she was a barista at Starbucks. And she was fucking hilarious, dude. She was so funny. Like, it's wild how like, like there's two different types of more than two probably, but like the, the change of like type of feminism that they had where she was like, like the second girl was kind of just like this chill, like, almost like a Pete Davidson, but like a female vibe and just like making jokes at like being bisexual and like how got like straight guys just assume that she's straight, but like 
she's not obviously yeah. and then the first and then the first girl was just like ah fuck man fuck man fuck man and i was like dude that's yeah. how you gotta do it like you gotta yeah. like make real jokes and not just be like like shit on like men you know what i mean like yeah i mean it can be funny if you do it, it the right can be way funny and like guys are fucking clowns dude like right dude I... like if you just set it up right the guys will laugh yeah, because, like, the shit that guys do, like, to try to get chicks and try to impress chicks and, like, the assumptions that they make and how stupid they look sometimes, like, just, like, on a general basis, like, the shit that I see of, like, girls encountering with, like, encounters with guys and, like, some shit that happens, just, like, yeah, dude, that you can yeah. definitely make, this. and that's just, like, a fraction of what happens in the world, like, right. I'm sure there's plenty of comedy to be had in, in what, in, like, guys, like, misogynistically like doing things like related like with females like trying to get with them and shit like that right you see type you see that type of shit like all pretty much every day on twitter like there's one or two cases of like like i saw some today but it was just like the first girl was not funny and then the second girl was super funny and she wasn't even the headliner the headliner came on and she was like she's pretty famous apparently like i forget her name but uh she was on like the late night show with stephen colbert and like she got a pretty decent resume and um, she got up there, dude, and she, there was, like, something off about her, bro. She was tweaking or something. She was, like, just – I think she was coked out because she was, like, fucking the whole time, like, twirling her hair and, like, kind of just, like, being all, like, twitchy and stuff. And none of her jokes were landing. Like, the crowd was pretty feminist, like, because it was a feminist comedy show. Like, obviously, I didn't know that before we went. Um, Maggie's roommate was, like – I guess it was, like, her idea to go. So, and, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to be like, no, I'm not going. It's a feminist comedy show. Right, I'm down right, to go, right. you know, I'm down, I'm down to do whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um, and we were sitting front row. As long as next time was... we get to go to a super masculine feminist show. <laughs> not even that, dude. Like, I prefer, like, my favorite style of comedy is, like, Self-depriving. I, yeah, that, too. I, I just like dark shit because I find stuff funnier when it's stuff that shouldn't be laughed about. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. love, I love when jokes break like the social norm barrier and stuff like that. Like, you know, nine 11 jokes. Yeah. It's a tragedy, but it can be funny. Like I, I, yeah. I can laugh at pretty much anything. And this lady was just like, dude, it was not like, nobody was laughing at her jokes really. Like she got a few chuckles, but it was just so bad. And it was so awkward. Like that was my first experience as like an audience member to see like, a stand-up comic bomb. bomb yeah and it was so awkward because we were sitting literally front row like I, I had my feet up like resting on the stage that's how close we were you should have put um, them all the way on the stage Wait. they were they were my heels were on the stage i was leaning back dude they had this one beer i was i was getting drunk as fuck dude we got i think i had like four ipas in the matter of like an hour and 20 minutes that we were there and maggie had two glasses of wine and i spent 20 dollars on drinks it was nuts but um that's nothing and also dude the beer that i had was fucking amazing it was like a blonde uh like mocha beer but it didn't it wasn't like too coffee heavy it tasted like a really light blonde beer with a hint of like coffee i was just gonna say it wasn't like a stout or like yeah it wasn't a stout dude oh my god it was so fucking good i was just like the guy kept coming over and he was like you want another one i was like Bring it on, brother. <laughs> Just keep keep feeding me because yep. I'm going to need something here to start laughing at these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> this chick is bad. You hear this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keep them coming. But we left and everyone like Matt, we are. So it was me, Maggie, her roommate, Katie, and our friend Candace. 
and all of us were like, yo, that last lady, the headliner was tweaking because that was that was fucking Horrendous. it was just weird, dude. Yeah. But it was it was a good time overall. It was just it was weird to be like part of like an audience to see like somebody bomb like that because it was it was just awkward. Like I felt like I had to be laughing at these jokes because you know You're it's like in the front row. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just not happening, dude. Dude, I went to a comedy show once by accident. We went, me and some of my boys tried to go to Top Golf, and the wait was so long. So, like, fuck it, let's just sit at the bar. This, like, group of ladies comes up between, like, 30, 35, 40, I don't know, years old, I don't know, older than us. Um, and they're like, yo, do you guys want to go to this comedy show? Like, we got some extra tickets. It's like our friend's birthday, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, whatever. So, like, we go in, like, we do some shots with them before the show starts, and then we're sitting at the comedy show. And all the girls are fucking hammered and they're like heckling everybody that's on stage. It was like, <laughs> it was so embarrassing, bro. Cause like then like the comedians, like at one point, like one of the comedians, like started calling him out for heckling, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, yeah, I don't want to be here with these people. Yeah. That's the worst dude. Like I enjoy Like I love stand-up comedy. I watch pretty much all like my favorite comedians on Netflix and stuff. Like I'll watch it four times over. But like, if I'm ever in the audience and somebody's like, 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 why would you? I don't understand, dude. Like, their job, like, they are professional comedians. Like, you're not gonna win, bro. Like, why are you heckling a comedian? Like, they're gonna roast you and embarrass you. Like, just go to the the show and enjoy what they have to say. Like, you're not part of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never seen a successful heckle ever. Nah. It's just weird. Yeah, it was. I didn't like it. I was like, "Come on, guys!" I I thought just that we were just gonna come here and laugh, and I did laugh. And you guys make me feel bad for coming here now. Yeah, if you go to one and like MK and I went to one um right before the pandemic started in 2020, and it was at the comedy club in Broadway at the Beach, and it was fucking hilarious. Such a good time, and that was my first comedy show, and I was like, "Damn, dude!" Like, this is even better in person. Like I've, I've seen so many Netflix specials, but it's like just better to be here in person. Like part of the show, nobody heckled. Like they're even like the fucking openers were funny. Like the main headliner guy was, um, he was like a fifth grade teacher. That's why MK was going because it was like, she listens to his podcast at, of like him being a fifth grade teacher. So I was hesitant at first. I was like, dude, I'm not going to find that funny. Like not to be a dick, but that's just not my, she was like, I'll get, I'll buy you a ticket. You buy the drinks and we'll be good. So we went and had a blast. It was funny. And after that, I was like, damn, I need to start going to more comedy shows, but it was, uh, it's always an experience dude, but you just gotta, I don't know. It was just weird. It was weird being a front row at somebody that wasn't funny. (laughs) All right. You want to stop talking about shitty standup and talk about the MLB? Do I? We're back, baby. The MLB is back. Back again like we never left. MLB that's to the death. Um, dude, it's been it's been an interesting little like quick spring training. I feel like so normally the uh regular season should be starting in like a week if we were on schedule, but we're not, so it's gonna be starting April 7th. But spring training baseball has been a delight. Um I think the whole daylight savings time has added to the whole vibe of like, yeah, it's like we're getting into summer. Spring yeah. is starting. It's it's still like light out now. It's almost seven o'clock. It's still light out. Baseball yeah. is back. It's just ah, dude, inject it straight into my fucking yeah. veins, dude. dude. The weather's starting to be nice, bro. It's it's the vibes are are good all around. 
vibes are good all around. Very excited for the next um, few months. So I want to talk about some changes to the rules from last year with the new agreement. Okay. No more seven-inning doubleheaders. Love, Love that. It. We're playing full games. Yep. I used to fucking bitch and moan about playing the Mets in seven-inning doubleheaders because we didn't get to make their bullpen blow a save and they'd beat us in seven. You'd see fucking Jacob DeGrom for all seven innings. Yep. Um, so love that. Um, no more starting with a guy on second and extra innings. Love, love that. that. Love, love that. that. I, I saw something um, because, dude, I, I think the concept of that isn't bad. I just think the way they did it before, like, if anything, play two extra innings, regular baseball. If nothing right. happens after that, throw a guy on first base. You're still going to have to – you can't just bunt a guy over if he's on right. first. You know right. what I mean? Because if there's a guy on third with one out, you're fucked. Like, you pretty much have to be perfect for the next two outs for that not to happen. Put a guy on first base. Run it like you usually do. You know, that gives him the option to steal second base. You still have the option to throw him out. Like, it's it's a more level playing field. Yeah. Plus, you've had two – already had two innings of extra inning regular baseball. Nothing's happened. It's like it's like overtime in hockey, dude. All right, let's go to a shootout after what? How how many is there? Two overtimes and no, then a it's shootout. Just one. They do a five minute period. It's three on three. And then after that, it's a shootout. It's yeah. pretty much the same thing. Except which I not get. in not in playoffs. In playoffs, you keep playing five on five forever until somebody scores. But it's it's Jesus first Christ. it's first goal. So it's not like you play twenty minutes and then you score four four in the first period or overtime. Right. You know I mean? Right. I uh, um, but they don't. I, you don't want to end a fucking playoff game that's going to decide a series, eat three on three, or in a shootout. Right, right. That makes they sense. Earn it, you know. And the way that MLB was doing the whole sec- guy on second base was still like the way they played the playoffs like last year. Like right. if they went into extra innings, they would just throw a guy on second base, get him home. You have three out. Like, dude, there's the guy has to yeah, get less so bases bad. than there are outs that you have to get. It sucked. Yeah, it just wasn't baseball. But well, they got I, rid I'm of glad it. Thank God. Play. Yeah. Um, and then universal DH forever, right? We had that last year, so it's not really a change from last year, but it's forever. Oh, right? they didn't. They didn't have it in the NL, did they? I thought they did last year. No, this is the first year they're gonna have it because Luke Voigt just got traded to the Padres, like for that reason. I thought they had it last year, the year before. One of the COVID years, I thought we had a universal DH. Nah, the AL has always been a thing, but the NL is this year is going to be the first time. Um, and then the last thing is that I I don't know how this wasn't a thing before, but I saw that it's like officially a thing that they're going to use the minor league to test out new rules, um, which is good because then number one and number two that we talked about with the seven inning double headers and the man on second, they would be like. Oh, you know what? This is terrible. We should just play real baseball. Right. But then again, um, maybe not enough people give a fuck about the minor league, so there's not going to be as much of an uproar about it. Well, they did. So last year or two years ago, they did the whole – they tested, like, row bottoms in, in, like, low minor leagues. Um, yeah. Which, honestly, dude, like, after I don't know how long – I know the umpires have a uh, a union, so I don't know, like, what that's going to be like, but I could see robot umps, like, Calling balls and strikes eventually. Yeah, I think I think last year it was pretty bad with like you can see, especially now how they have like the box on the home the yeah. strike zone and you can see where pitches are are yeah, and located you see where they and hit. what. 
and they have it. They have 3D versions where you could see like if he just called the pass. corner of the yeah. plate within within the strike zone, or if he yep. was in the strike zone the entire way through the plate. Yeah, and I think that's really opened up a lot of people's eyes to like how bad umpires can be, and like it's not their fault all the time, dude. No, like that's a really hard, hard job, gas, dude. And yeah, you're telling me you can see a 102 monar fastball, like two seamer cutting inside, like, bro. The average person couldn't tell you what they're fucking seeing. It just becomes a white blur after a certain point. You know what I mean? Obviously, like, yeah, they're and then trained the catchers and stuff, are framing but... shit. Like, yeah, wherever the catcher yeah. put it, that's good. <laughs> yeah, dude, and the robot umps calling fucking balls and strikes would completely eliminate catcher framing, which would be good, I think, because it's this it's deceiving. It's not like an actual. I mean, obviously, now you're gonna take advantage of it and yeah. use like you're gonna frame pitches, but. Just not something that baseball needs. Um, but, yeah. And then there was the pitch clock, right? I don't know. They implemented a, a pitch I clock, think so. I think. And um, they're also banning shifts, infield shifts, which is kind of nice. I like that. Yeah. I don't think a fucking shortstop should be playing shallow right center field. Play your fucking position, dude. Yeah, it's interesting. Because but, then it's like, how far can you shift? Um, I think the rule is you got to be in the dirt and the two middle infielders can't be on like second bases. The meet. You can be as close to second base as you want, but you can't be on the other side of it, which is good. That's the position, dude. That's not, that's like saying, dirt? yeah, you can't even be on like the, in the shallow outfield. No, because that's like, I mean, dude, think about how deep, like the dirt goes on a, a major league baseball field. It's probably like a good 25 feet between the line of the infield dirt and like the rounded part on the backside, like it's deep dude. Yeah, and I get yeah. like, I get hitters are hitting balls harder a lot, like a lot harder than they have been, but like you got to play your position, bro. You can't be a fuck. You can't have five outfielders just because this guy like hit, you know what I mean? And people are saying, Oh, just hit the ball the other way. But like, yeah, they but don't realize how fucking hard that is to do. Versus like in the infield, you're not going to be robbing extra home runs. Right. That's not that's not what they're that's not the point of it though. The point of that is to take extra base hits away because this like Joey Gallo hits 85% of his batted balls to the right side of second base. So they're just putting more people out there to stop any well, I mean, strategically it's a good idea, right? And, right, right, right. But why does it matter how deep they are? Like I get it, if you're deeper, you could have more range, but like because it's stopped like if you go deeper, like like so Jose Altuve or Carlos Correa on the Astros, they had a shift where Correa was playing shortstop. He would be playing where the second baseman would normally be, and Altuve would be like fucking 20 feet in front of the right fielder. And it's yeah, like no, that's no, just no, stopping. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. I get that. But if now, if you're – okay, so now Alt- or Correa isn't allowed on that side of the baseball field anymore. Right. So – if Altuve still wants to play fucking in front of the right fielder and just leave a big fat hole there, like I feel like that's kind of on you, right? But if you're like if you're a shortstop and now you're confined to the you know that this half of the infield, why can't you just play like on the on the outfield grass if you want? I mean, I guess it's probably has something to do with if a ball's in front of you. If so, say Altuve is playing like in front of the right fielder right a ball that hits in front of him he's gonna field and hold the guy to a single if he's a a ball that's hit that would normally be a double if he wasn't there you're taking bases away from somebody that shouldn't even be playing that like that's not a position you know what i mean like a second baseman has to play second base he's not playing like a rover like they do in softball but why can't he play deep second base 
well, deep second base would be on the line of the outfield grass and the infield grass. That's that's yeah, extra ba- deep second base. 10, 10 years ago, dude, that was a shift. Like you'd play deep in your position. Like first base would play deep behind the bag. Third base would play deep behind the bag to stop any hard hit balls. If, you know, you got a guy on second and third and you're trying to stop the run from scoring, you'd play in on your position because you want to field the ball as fast as you can. That's what shifting is, not fucking setting five people in the outfield to stop anything from hitting the ground. Plus, yeah. I I saw games from, like, so I was watching, like, highlights and stuff from, like, the early 90s when I was watching old Yankees highlights before the team started shifting like that. And it just adds a lot more action to the game, dude. Like, more people are getting on base. More people are getting thrown out. Like, runners are taking more chances of, of snagging a, a, a second base or – like, you know, something that would be a single, you know, with the shift could be a double if there was no shift. And that's just adding more action to the game that's already three and a half hours long. So I, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, me too. Um, the Phillies, they, they signed a few people. The Phillies had a good offseason, dude. They got uh, Familia and Brad Hand from the Mets. Well, they didn't. I mean, they signed them, but. They were both on the Mets last year. I mean, they both had good seasons, but they were both bad with the Mets. But maybe it's just the Mets. Maybe it's I think just that's just a Mets too. thing. I don't know. Yeah. But um, um, hopefully, hopefully they'll add something to our bullpen because that's what we need the most. And then we got Nicky Boy, Cassianos, and Kyle Schwarber, dude. No it's defense, nice, dude. but we can hit dingers. <laughs> Did you watch any of the game today? No. Nah. Oh, dude, it was bad. Fucking uh, Reese dropped like a pop fly oh, that landed see that in his on lap. Twitter. Yeah, he dropped a pop fly. There were like the Phillies had like three or four fielding errors that were like probably should have been out. And the fucking booth was just like, yeah, I guess the um, I forget his name, like Dave something, the guy who like made makes the Phillies teams or like the GM, yeah, Dave maybe. Dombrowski, I think. Or yeah, like that. he was like, he's he's been part of organizations before where he just tries to make a team that slugs past a bad defensive team he's like he believes that he can slug out a bad a team that plays bad defense and that's kind of what he's making here with the phillies and then they proceeded to make like two or three errors and everybody was just like ah i mean i guess we'll have to see like yep yep but we'll see yeah dude i would have liked to land chris bryant and he was fuck it was he was between us and the rockies one with the rockies Mm-hmm. But that would have been a nice signing, I think, on both sides. The fucking Rockies don't know don't they don't have a clue about what they're doing, dude. Nah. Like they offloaded Trevor Story, they got rid of Nolan Arnado. They're two franchise guys within two years. Wouldn't trade Trevor Story when they could have gotten value out of him six months ago. And now they're like, uh, all right, we're clearly rebuilding, probably gonna be one of the worst teams in baseball. Yeah, let's sign Chris Bryant to a fucking two hundred million contract with nobody else. Why not? Like, dude, they're they're such a poorly run organization. It makes yeah, me laugh. Yeah, like they're so bad, dude. Um, and then the fucking Yanks, bro. Like, I so I, I went through a roller coaster of emotions with this Yankees offseason because, like I've said on the pod before, I wanted Correa, I wanted Matt Olson. Even Freddie Freeman was, like, linked to the Yankees for a while. So I was like, holy fuck, dude. Like, we could ball out, be the Yankees, be the evil umpire. Um, and then we traded away Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela for Josh Donaldson, who were paying $50 million a year. 
and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, who honestly, like, I'm excited about him now that I know we're not getting Correa or Story or any of these big super free uh, agent guys because our prospect that we have on, like, on his way up is, like, the fucking fourth-ranked prospect in baseball. I've seen a lot of him this spring so far, and he looks like an absolute stud. So I'm excited about him. But um, Kiner-Falefa is, like, won a gold glove. He's not a bad hitter athletic yanks needed a guy like that because we're too big right now we just hit fucking go for home runs um the only thing that bothers me is how good the al east got in this offseason and the yankees didn't do much like we got josh donaldson he's a former mvp he's a good baseball player great at third base falefa i guess we'll have to see um just gotta stay healthy dude like if we can stay healthy like i'm happy like we were a 92 win team last year with everything that went on we re-signed Rizzo. He's a great defensive first baseman. He's no Freddie Freeman, though, which we could have had. Fucking Falefa's no Correa, which we could have had. Granted, that would have stopped Volpe from coming up. But it's it's going to be, dude, the AL East is – I would say the AL East and the NL East are the two divisions this year to watch. I think those are going to be the most entertaining divisions. Yeah, because the Dodgers are too fucking good. Dodgers are probably going to be in the World Series. They're – Probably the best team in the NL. Maybe the Braves, I would say. Um, but, you know, who knows? Third team coming off a World Series. They've unloaded a few guys. But, they just, dude, they still have fucking Ronald Acuna, who's yeah. an MVP caliber player. They have Matt Olson for, like, eight years now. They've got a good pitching staff. They're a good team, dude. Yeah. And the Mets just fucking unloaded. Like... Ah, dude, baseball is going to be awesome to watch this year. I'm I'm excited. I think the Marlins are going to be good, dude. I they're going to be good for the Marlins. I don't think they're going to be. I think they win maybe 80 games. I don't think they're going to be yeah, anything threatening. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't think they're going to be threatening either. They're not going to make the playoffs, but I think they're no. going to be a solid squad. I think they're going to be better than the Marlins of the past like three yeah. to four years. Because they were starting to get nice towards the end of last year, dude. They have good young pitching. They have some good young talent. They just signed Jorge Soler. Yeah. Like Jazz Chisholm is a stud. Like yeah. they got they got some good pitching. They're going to be a good team. I think they're still a bit away from being obviously yeah. a contender in the division that they are. Um, but you know they're on the up and up. I Facts. think it's tough right now to be a rebuilding team in the NL East when you have the Mets and Steve Cohen's bitch ass and the Atlanta Braves coming off a world series and they're loaded. So um, what do you think about Aaron judge not being vaccinated? Um, I mean, dude, it kind of just like, I don't think it's going to have any effect on whether he plays or not in in Canada, I think by the time no, 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 he's not allowed to around, play in New York right now. As the way it stands right now, he's not allowed to play in New York. I know, but I think I think he's either gonna get vaccinated or something's saying, gonna change. Right? Yeah, he's either yeah. he's not gonna allow himself to not. He's not like he doesn't have a Kyrie stance on it, dude. You know what I mean? He's not that like dedicated to not getting the vaccine because I think yeah. now there's like enough information out about the vaccine where it's he's not like okay, you know. I think it's pretty fair to say that it's, it's fairly safe to get vaccinated i don't know um, a lot of side effects i mean i'm fine that's, that's my true. i might be i might be a dumbass but <laughs> i'm fine um but it's just like dude the whole like new york and their fucking mandates are know, so, dude, so, so fucking bad. annoying dude 
It's so dumb. annoying. Like, dude, it's fucking, I don't know how many times I have to say it. It's not the fucking Black Plague, bro. Nah. Dude, like, it's the, a minor cult that most the fuck his name is of New York. He's fucking dumb as shit, bro. Yeah. He's so bad. Yeah, and he's ruining a lot of things for a lot of people, dude. Yeah. It's, it's really frustrating. Um, But I think Judge is the type of person to, he's not going to let it affect, like, his career as a Yankee or a, a Major League Baseball player. I think he's going to do what he has to do to be on the field at all times. I think he's going to get an extension within the next few weeks. Um, and I'm going to say it, dude. I think he's going to be the next captain of the New York Yankees. I think yeah, he deserves it. I think he does, too. He's Given a top like five player tenure, in baseball. Like, oh, he's like got frequently, like pretty much every year. He's like, like when he's hurt, but like, you know, that happens. You get hurt. But like when he's healthy, he's, he's pretty solid. And dude, it's not even like his injuries have been things that are like, you know, like his one major injury, like he got hit by a 99 mile an hour fastball on the wrist. Like you, there's nothing you can do about that. That's not yeah. like him, like, you know tweaked his hammy or it's not a matter of him like not being able to stay healthy he just has like these freak injuries like that where it happens um i remember last year against the red sox he fucking slid into second base head first and like dislocated his finger it's not like it's not like a internal body problem it's just like these things happen to him um dude he's the face of our franchise he's fucking amazing with the media he does a lot for the community like he's literally like Derek jeter dude like He's yeah. just a great person overall, and he's a stud on the baseball field. Resign him, name him our captain, make him a Yankee until he retires. I don't know how – like, there's no argument there. And I see people on Twitter like, oh, trade judge now, trade judge. Like, dude, I'm so glad that Yankees Twitter doesn't run this team because they w- I would literally not be a fan of this team anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's well, so frustrating. If any franchise's Twitter ran their team, they'd be in fucking some of, shambles. Some of them do. You'd be surprised, dude. Some of them do. A lot of teams make decisions based off of public opinion on social media and stuff, like probably the Rockies, where it's like, it's like, dude, a lot because a lot of the owners in MLB aren't in it for baseball. They're just in it for money, which, you know, makes sense if you're a billionaire, but they yeah. just make moves based off of what's going to make them the most money. Like Chris Bryant is going to bring people to Coors Field, put people in seats, which then put, brings put people to buy in vendors backs. and put jerseys on their backs. And it has nothing to do with building a better baseball team. It's all right. Who, what big name can we get on our team to make us some money? Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. How long did Chris Bryant sign? Like, I think like six years, six or seven years, dude. Hmm. So this might be the yeah. end of his career. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's still – I think he's only like 28 or 29, but, you know, he's not going to be playing third base at 36 years old. Yeah, Philly should trade Nicky Boy for Chris Bryant. Like Nicky Boy and maybe something else. Nah, dude, you want Castellanos over Chris Bryant all day, I'm telling you. Yeah. Castellanos is a fucking stud. And he's gonna bring you that like locker room culture. Yeah, like you just is, need dude. that. And he likes yeah. Philly. And I think Schwarber yeah. is kind of the same way. Dude, him and him and him and Bryce Bryce Harper in the outfield. And I don't know who your center fielder is. But... I don't know who it's gonna be either. They re-signed a doable, which is like there's like mixed reviews about that because he's like a uh yeah, what's it and... called convicted woman beater. Domestic yeah, abuser. Domestic abuser. Um, um so a lot of people didn't like that. And then along with – I know Didi's, like, fighting for a spot in the infield. You got Segura. You got Reese. Who, who's at third base? Got Reese. Alec um, Bohm. 
Yeah, but he went down at the end of last year because his defense sucked dicks. Yeah, that's a problem. Came up. Yeah, that's a problem. You need um, you you need have, like an elite uh, defender Torres at third base too, at middle infield. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's a good utility guy. He's never going to be a starter on an MLB team, though. Like, I he's not a guy him. you want to start. I I loved him as a Yankee. He was a great like pinch hitting, you know, defensive replacement late in games. But he's not. He's not starting caliber. He might be. He just doesn't hit dingers. He's like a slap hitter. Like, well, that's not even. Luke, that's not even that. Kind of yeah, it's just like his his overall game is not that of like somebody who can go out every day and play nine innings consistently and be a consistent player but if you yeah. you know want to throw him in for three innings every other day get him in a pinch hit situation where you need to advance base run or something like he was the perfect guy for pinch hit in the extra inning with a guy on second because he's going to get that run across dude no matter what right. he's going to bloop a single over second base or over yeah. shortstop yeah. and the guy's going to yeah. score that's why i fucking loved him. i was bummed when he left the yanks dude i was like damn him and tyler wade uh who's on the angels now he had Dude, he was on the Yankees for so long, and nobody liked him because he was so bad. And then by the end of last year, like the second half of last year, he just went crazy, stealing bases, getting hits, like just being super clutch, bunting down the line against the shift. And I was like, yo, like finally, Wade is coming through, coming together. He's going to be a great utility piece for this team. And then the Yankees were like, ah, see you later. See you later, stinky. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> It's like we need to be a more athletic team, and you get rid of the one athletic guy on the team. How does that make sense? But I don't know. It doesn't really make sense. I think that's uh, I think well, uh, that's good, good MLB discussion. Yeah, next week, next week we'll have to get on here and talk about uh, like some preseason bets. Like look at like some some team win totals like from Fanduel, and like make some predictions. I have a question for you. Hit and- me. Don't feel obligated to say yes because I know fantasy baseball is not everyone's cup of tea. You are in in Jordan's league. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I was in that. I'm in that league, but my friend from home just hit me up like ten minutes before we got on. I was like, "Hey, I'm starting a Yahoo fantasy baseball league. Twenty dollar buy-in if you want in." So I was like, "Yeah, dude, like, fuck it, I'll join." Like, can't say I'm going to be the most consistent like player, but twenty bucks, fuck it, why not? Um. But I, I, I joined the league and noticed there's only three people in it right now. So if you want in, I'm sure I can sneak you in. Yeah, I'd be down. Don't, all right. Don't I feel like you have to. Like, if you don't – yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're just trying to fill the league. But uh, yeah, I think I the draft is Friday at 7 p.m. Oh, this Friday? Yeah. Because, dude, quick. opening day is coming up pretty quick. It'll be pretty much the end of March by the end of the week. I think the, our draft for that league with Jordan, I think, is April 4th. Yeah, um, which I kind of like because it gives you a better idea of final rosters and yep. you know free agency yep. still going on. Trades could happen, but yep, yep, but whatever. Um, we'll see. Bouncing on to the Premier League, um, I honestly don't even know what happened recently. They they didn't play this weekend, but I'm just gonna hit us with an updated table. We got actually the last time City played, they drew with Crystal Palace zero zero. Um, I don't think they scored against Crystal Palace at all this year. They played them twice. They've no goals against Crystal Palace. No goals against Crystal Palace. Not yeah. great. That's pretty crazy for Crystal Palace because they've got like yeah. five plus goals against everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but City are at the top with 70 points. Liverpool have 69. So I mean, we both had 29 games played, dude. Heating up. 
it's hot. It's not heating up. It's hot at the top. Um, Shit is hot. The block is hot. And then Chelsea are in third with 59, 28 games played. Arsenal have jumped into fourth with 54, 28 games played. Tottenham. Arsenal, dude, securing so far, securing that Champions League spot. We guessed that at the beginning dude, of the they, season. They've been having one goal games, right? Like 3 2, 2 1, 1 nothing. Yeah. But, hey, three points is three points. You're getting it done. You're, yeah, man. I, I like Arsenal, dude. Wig is he's texting me he's all hype he's telling me how good martinelli is going to be next year blah 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 I'm like all right <laughs> we'll see they are they are still arsenal ball. dude you never you never know yeah 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 they could fucking collapse and end up seventh place by the end of the year you never know yeah tottenham are fifth at 51 points man united in sixth with 50 and then west ham in seventh with 48 so it's kind of close between man U, tottenham arsenal for that four spot but, I mean, Arsenal only have 28 played, and they're three points clear of Tottenham already. So, I mean. It's, the block is hot, man. It's going to be a fun little, like, ending to the Runs season. To the it's end. coming up quick, too. Yeah. They play 38, so we got, like, nine games left. Um, So, in the FA Cup, City, Liverpool, Chelsea, and Crystal Palace all advance. City get Liverpool, Chelsea get Crystal Palace in the semis. City have a horrendous April. I think they start with Burnley and then they get Atletico and then they get Liverpool in the Premier League and then they get Atletico leg two and then they get Liverpool in the FA Cup. Oh my God, dude. And then they (laughs) get Brighton. I was going to put the boys to the test. And then they get somebody else. Damn. Um, Yeah. Hey, I mean, that's going to be entertaining football. it's, It's like weekend game, Champions League, Tuesday, Wednesday. Weekend game, Champions League Tuesday, Wednesday. Weekend game, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like they're back to back to back. And that's the thing. I don't know who Atletico gets between the Champions League fixtures, but Liverpool's going to get Villarreal for Champions League between the Premier League and FA Cup semis. Right. Hey, I mean, that's 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 entertaining as a City fan. You're going to get some yeah, good dude, games to watch, but fucking, it's going to be tough. Just, just get informed. Hit your stride, please. Our last game was a 4-1 win against Southampton in the in, this weekend in the FA Cup. And now we get like a week or and a half off or something like that. And so I think – I think I don't know when we played Burnley our first game, but it's not until April. So we got at least nine days. Um, kind of rest up and hit your stride. Yeah, yeah. Like we just put 4-1 four, four on Southampton. That's not bad. We had Zach Steffen in goal like Ederson wasn't starting. Um, yeah. Get healthy, dude. Get some fucking vibes. Get some camaraderie, dude. Get some 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 of that Eagles underdog juice that from the Super Bowl run. Yeah. Dude, hey man. Uh, now's the time. Have the vibe, dude. Yeah, now's the time, bro. Now yeah. is the when you want to start hitting that stride. Like it's you know, down to this pre- month pretty of much April the last stretch of the season. Define our season. Yeah. Um yep. because we're either Moving on or not moving on in the Champions League. Same in the FA Cup. And if we lose to Liverpool, they will jump us in the league. Yeah. Wow, that's going to be a fucking – I'm going to watch that game. That's going to be an awesome game. Yeah. That's exciting. It's going to be a good month. We might have to, we might have, to have Reed on uh, either before or after that game just so you guys can chat it up. Nah. Talk some smack, some smilly smack. No, Maybe hit the Millie Rock. 
And whenever I talk smack, my teams always lose. So I just try to, <laughs> I just try to stay positive. Just shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I talk shit, uh, we lose. So I just try to do the opposite of that. Yeah, that's fair. Unless you're a Cowboys fan. Then, then I'm you, talking all this then shit. Then you can get the smoke. Yeah, 100%. You deserve all the smoke. Um, Hopping into Champions League. I don't even fucking remember the last match. I was from whatever we were supposed to talk about. Don't care. We, we talked talk about, about them, didn't we? I think we didn't talk about the last set of games. Oh, no, no, no. We just talked about um, the Real the first, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But the week after that, we didn't cover. But fuck them, because I didn't watch any of those games, so I got nothing to say. No, nah, me neither. Um, But we got – we're on to what is this? What is this? Ooh, round of eight. We got Benfica and Liverpool on the one – and Bayern and Villarreal. That's the one side of the bracket. So there's no draws, I guess, for the manager of the way. Like, the bracket's set. Right. Um, and the other side is Man City Atletico, like we just talked about, and then Chelsea Real Madrid. It's gonna be good slated games. I think yes, Bayern and is. Liverpool probably have the Definitely. easiest route to the semis, but Definitely. Um, I'd be surprised if those two don't meet in the semis. Yeah. And then it's... I mean, if they do win in the semis, you know you're gonna get a good final because all the teams on their side of that bracket are are solid squads. Right, right. And who knows, dude, Benfica and Villarreal, you know, sneak out of the first leg, like 2-1, 2-0 win. Like, that's going to make things interesting. Um, I just – I don't really see it happening, though. Uh, I think Bayern and Liverpool are too good of squads. Me too. Um, Real Chelsea is going to be a rematch from last year. I think they they were in the semis, right? I don't know. I think it's a rematch from the semis or or maybe even the same round. I don't remember, but that's going to be interesting. That will be good, dude, Um, because – well, I mean, Real looked like shit in the El Clasico. Yeah, I, dude, I was just gonna say that there hasn't been an El Clasico I haven't cared about less than the last one. Really, I felt the opposite. I was excited for this one. I was like, I feel like Real Madrid like have started winning games. Like, I feel like Barca have really turned it around ever since Xavi took over. They've been looking really good. Like, and I'm just like excited about the young players on like each of these teams. I feel like they've both like hit a reset for the most part. Like. PK's still there, like, Benzema's still there. But, like, for the most part, I feel like it's a lot of younger, like, newer faces. And I was just, like – and both teams were, like, hitting a good stride, I felt like. So I was excited for, like, legendary clubs but full of, like, fresh faces, like, kind of, like, peaking or, like, getting in form at least. Like, the – Yeah, I mean, I guess as, like, a neutral fan, if you're not a fan of either of those teams, I guess it's, like, you know, interesting in in how you just explained it. But, like, as a Real fan, I'm just, like – Dude, I'm looking forward to coming off the Champions League win that we just had over PSG. I'm just like, we got a, we got like a what, like a five point lead in the in the table right now in La Liga. We're looking good, other than the last, obviously the loss to Barca coming off yeah. that PSG win. Like the Champions League's looking good. Um, I don't know, dude. I'm just like, I'm expecting right now as a Real Madrid fan, I'm just ex- pretty much expecting a fucking La Liga title and maybe a Champions League run. I'm really just looking forward to Champions League. I think if we can go far in the Champions League and at least make the final, I think that's going to be a good look for us. I think it's going to be great for our young guys, especially if you have Mbappe coming through over the summer. Yeah. Um, It's like the first time I've been really – first time since Ronaldo left. Because I feel like when Ronaldo left, that was kind of like, all right, rebuild. Um, And this is like the first look at like our rebuild that's like – all right, what is our squad going to do now that we've, like, pretty much fully rebuilt the team? Yeah. 
Um, I just pulled up the La Liga table, bro. Real Madrid are nine points clear of Sevilla. Oh, nine points? Yeah, yeah. dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I didn't... like everybody has 28 games played except for Barca, or 29, excuse me, except for Barca. They have 28. Um, and Rio Vallecano, they also only have 28. But Barca have 54 points. Sevilla have 57 in second. So, like, even if they win that game in hand, they're still nine points behind Real Madrid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I was, I like, it, if it was closer, I would have been a little more worried. But yeah. I'm just like, I knew like we had a, a solid game. lead. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. I was just like, ah, I didn't even watch it. I was just like, I'll just because I, I forget what I was doing. It was Sunday, right? Yeah, Sunday at four. Yeah, I was fucking asleep actually Sunday at four. Maggie and I passed out on the couch for like six hours, bro. Um, but yeah, I, I woke up, I saw that, and I'm just like, eh. Sequence, I like that game. Yeah, it's a I fun love game. sequence. Me and Lex played all the time. That's like one of our go-to games. We have a couple games that we fuck with heavy. We're like, oh, you want to play games tonight? Sequence is always up there. Sequence. Um, not a sponsor, but should be. Sequence, fucking sponsor us. Bud Light, also. I'd be drinking these things every pod. A lot of people probably don't see this because you're not watching us pod, but I do be you drinking should them. Start watching us pod. You should hit, you us, should. hit us up on the YouTube. Yeah, dude, the YouTube, like, you can kind of get more of a vibe, sense of, like, you know, how we're going what about we're doing, this whole thing, we're feeling, what we're doing. What our faces are like when we're you making can see our animations. fucking dope gaming chairs, dude, little Bob Marley in the background. Come on something now. about our schlongs. Dicks? Our schlongs. <laughs> you want to see my dick, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Just, hey, dude, why did our YouTube channel get banned? What the fuck did I do? Dude, you whipped your dick out for everyone to see. Yeah, yeah, so everyone's got one. Well, half of us got one. Well, <laughs> I don't know how many. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Most males have a dick. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna keep this one moving. <laughs> Fixers, dude. I just feel like honestly, not that good. Like the Harden hype was fun. really. Yeah. Um, the Harden hype was fun at first. Um, I'm kind of starting to be over it. Like. You know how I feel about Doc Rivers, bro. Yeah, and yeah, Ben, no. We brought in um, DeAndre Jordan. Like, bro, come on. Like, Wait, DeAndre what, Jordan since when? Um, Like, a week and a half Re- ago, two weeks ago. Oh, wow. I, dude, I've been so tapped out of the NBA. Yeah, like, yeah. I just well, don't that's even like know. such a low-key signing. He barely plays when he does. He's bad. But, like, why not play fucking B-ball Paul? Paul Reed. He's, like, our backup signer, like, and he's young, and like he's not going to be worse than DeAndre fucking Jordan, and he's going to yeah, be able who's to like drive. ninety, right? And like DeAndre Jordan's been in the league for so long, and like Shake Milton's be getting less and less time. Um, Milkshake. Um, it's it's just annoying. We put up thirty-seven in the first quarter yesterday. Finished the game with eighty-eight. Oh, that's bad, dude. Yeah. He scored pretty much almost 51. half your points in the first quarter. We that's bad. 51 over the last in three, three quarters. quarters. That's bad. Horrendous. Um, James Harden and Joel Embiid all the time. They're so predictable. They'd love to do fucking high pick and roll at the top of the three. And then what happens is both defenders will crash on Harden and, like, try to trap him at the top. Somebody's going to roll to protect Embiid. But Harden, is no matter – every single time, forces a pass over the top. Never a bounce pass. Like, never, like – to somebody to like, then that person can like 
get an entry pass into Joel from a different angle. Like, always just force over the top, like, wings it into Joel. Joel catches, turns, and just goes straight up, like, through, like, five sets of arm. Okay, I guess that's not possible. Yeah. But usually, like, by that time, <laughs> two defenders are on him, and then he's, like, going up, getting fouled, and then it's just, like, you guys are so predictable, and you just force it, and, like, it's annoying. But when they're just, like, passing the ball, like, when they just move the ball, dude, like, they're so good, they can always beat somebody, which means if you beat somebody, somebody else has to step to you, or you get to go fucking dunk on somebody's face and put your nuts in their face, yeah. right? Those are your options. So, if you beat somebody, somebody slides, and then you dish to that person. Wherever they're leaving you from, you find that person, right? And then so they got somebody got to collapse, or you hit the open shot, or you drive, and then somebody steps, and then you dish. Like, and when we do that, it's fucking beautiful. Somebody's always open. Like, you start getting Maxi and Matisse. You start getting those guys, like, George Niang. You get him, like, looks, dude. Even if they're not all going down, like, just give them the confidence to shoot it. I don't mind. Like, right now in the regular season, I don't give a shit. If you're not missing threes, if we're losing games because guys aren't hitting threes, like, that's going to come. Give those guys that confidence and, like, let them get into that rhythm and let them know, like, look, you're here to shoot, right? But don't do the same thing every fucking time and just force the ball to fucking Joel Embiid and then – when Joel's out and when fucking Harden's out, we don't have any kind of offense. Right. How many games left during the season? Like less than 10, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve. Twelve? Yeah. And yeah, it's coming down. Um, yeah. you guys were what two? The two seed right now? Let me see. We are the three. Three? We're three and a half back from the heat, a half a game back from the Bucks in second. Celtics are also three and a half back from the heat. Wow, dude. I feel like I haven't been uh, – I don't know. It's so hard to be, like, excited about the NBA when you're a Knicks fan, dude, because it's just the same shit every year, man. Like, last year, at the end of last year, was exciting. You guys are one on that nice run, but... out of a play-in spot. If you... I know, but, like, <laughs> we've... All, right, all right, all right, we got the plane. We're just going to get shit on in the first game, dude, because we don't have a fucking team. Oh, wait, no, I lied, I lied, I lied. You're five games out of the play-in. Yeah, we're not making the playoffs. Nope. Nope, your season's over. Season's over. Next year, we're going to be like, oh, we're bringing in Kemba Walker like we did last year. It's like, dude. Let's see. The Sixers finish. If the season ended today, the Sixers would finish at three, and they'd play the Cavs in the first round, and I would love that. Yeah. If we drop to four... And the Celtics finish at three. We'd probably get the Bulls or the Cavs, and I'd be okay with that too. The Bulls are, are kind of good. Um, I don't wouldn't be too excited to play them. If we end up jumping the Bucks and we finish at two, well then I guess we'd get the winner of the one of the play-in games. So it could be like a whole bunch of different teams. Because right yeah, now mean- it's Raptors, Nets, Hornets, Hawks in the play-in spots. Uh, the Cavs have had a pretty solid season, but any yeah, of those they teams. Have, but they don't have as good um, of big men. Like, Joel can really eat against them. Yeah, that's true. Um, but they are they are a good squad. I like, I like Cleveland. They are not, like, a championship-winning team, but they do have a nice squad. They're like, the, they're like the Hawks of last year, I feel like. Yeah, a little different. I feel like, I feel like the Cavs have, like, really good guard play. Yeah. Um, Hawks got a big man whose name I can't remember. Who's nice? 
Yeah, it'll know. be interesting, dude. It's going to be fun. Uh, I My favorite part about NBA, obviously, probably it's not a hot take at all, but like the, the playoffs, ba- playoff basketball is just a different breed, dude. Yeah. Um, Sixers don't have an easy schedule. Like we got the Heat tonight, then the Lakers who have been bad. So hopefully we can beat them. Then the Clippers, hopefully we can beat them. Then the Suns who are, you know, only the best team in the NBA. Then the Bucks. Are the Lakers in a playoff spot right now? Um, I'm not sure. Let's let's see if we can pull that up. I'm sure we can make that happen. Currently, the Lakers are in tenth, which is the last play-in spot. Damn, it would be crazy to see Braun not make the playoffs. Which does only happen like a few times in his career, right? Right now, if the playoffs ended today in the West, they are the ten, and the Nuggets are the seven. So there would be Nuggets Lakers in a playoff game. Jokic and Braun. That would be fun to watch. Yeah. That would be super fun to watch. And Jamal Murray, I think, is getting healthy for the Nuggets. He should be coming back, which would be huge, for, like, to get him back for them. Yeah. Kind of hope that that, that happens. That's going to be a fun – is it just one game, right? It's play, winning. I think so. Winning, you're in. I think so. Mm. But it might not be. Yeah, Maybe that... it's like a three-game series. Yeah, I, I think know. it might I be because I think that – Oh, no, the Knicks were like a six seed last year, I think. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I spent – I don't fucking know, dude. My brain has just not been registering any basketball for the past, like, month. Oh, no, no, no. It's like – I think it's like a double elimination type deal. Nah, it can't be, right? Nah, there's no loser's bracket, is there? Did they do that for the bubble? Maybe they're no, I don't know. So wait, ninth place plays tenth place. Seventh place plays eighth place. Oh, okay. Seventh plays eighth. And the winner is the seventh seed. Nine plays ten, and the winner plays the loser of the seven eight. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And then the winner of that game is the eight seed. That's kind of a fun way to do it. Yeah. Kind of adds a little bit more like randomness to it. Yeah. Because it's not like a seven and a 10 seed. Like there's a little bit of a difference in those teams, like seeding wise, but a seven and an eight, pretty much the same fucking team. Yeah. So now let's go back to the standings and see how this would shake out. Um. Whoops. That's not what I wanted to hit. Man, this is tough. Okay, here we go. This is where I want to be. Don't even know how I got here, but cool. Um, So in the East, we would have the Raptors and the Nets would play that first game. Then it'd be Hornets, Hawks. But for the West, talking about the Lakers, they would have to play the Pelicans. And then it'd have to play the loser of Clippers, Nuggets. So probably Nuggets would beat the Clippers Lakers would beat the Pelicans. Then it'd be the Battle of L.A. for the eighth seed. Ooh. And the privilege of playing the Phoenix Suns in the first round. No, have fun with that. Who are the only team that have clinched a playoff berth so far. What do they have, like, fucking 15 losses or some shit like that? Jesus. They're 58 and 14. That's wild. Yeah. The Heat are 47 and 24. They have 10 more losses. 
The Grizzlies are 49 and 23. They only have nine more losses. They're second in the West. Memphis. Man, John Moran is the fucking truth, bro. Yeah, he's so good. I saw he shouldn't be MVP. I saw people trying to say he's MVP. He's nah. the Grizzlies are 13 and 2 when he doesn't play. Yeah, that's not MVP. That's not an MVP. MVP no. type stat. When you take Embiid off of the floor, they're terrible. Yeah, because he's uh, an MVP. Right, and even like what are, I wonder what his I wonder what his MVP odds are now. Didn't you put down put money down like two months ago? Yeah, when they were eight fifty. Yeah. Plus eight fifty. Um, they're probably minus now. Him and Jokic are probably the two favorites for sure. But like, dude, Jokic, his like like Sixers played the Nets. And Jokic finished with a plus minus that wasn't negative. And Embiid, like, had a, a much better game, like, head-to-head, like, when they were guarding each other. His stats were, like, a lot better. And went, like, just, like, overall, like, Embiid had, like, more points. I mean, Jokic had more assists. But that's what he does. But his assists are kind of whack. He just, like, gets the ball. His team starts running. Like, he'll grab a rebound, like, a defensive board. His team starts running, and he just fucking Peyton Manning's it down the court. Yeah. Um, But – I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I think I think Embiid will probably win it this year. I think he would have won it last year if he didn't get hurt. Get hurt, yeah. Let's see. MVP award. Embiid's minus 165. What's Jokic? Which is hey, close. That's pretty close, but you might be winning some fucking money, son. You got in on those bit. odds, like, at the perfect time. I should have got in sooner. Should have been like, yeah, yeah. Beat. he's the man. I should have bet on him before the season started. Yeah, he probably had those odds were probably like what, like plus fifteen hundred or something. It's probably around fifteen hundred, at least a yeah. thousand, like over plus a thousand. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Giannis is at plus a thousand right now in third, and then uh-huh. Luca and John Moran at plus forty two hundred, and then Devin Booker yeah. on the best team in the NBA at plus ten thousand. Yeah, but that's just because his team is. So good. All around, so good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Should we uh, dive into some of this NFL news? So first, we're gonna the NFL's the been popping because Claude Daddy got traded. Oh, oh, he got traded. Yes. Oh, um, I did not hear about that. Yeah, so Claude Drew played his thousandth game in the NHL and as a flyer, and then like, but like he got drafted here, obviously. Um, played yeah. every game for us, and. He's a stud, dude. He's one. He's probably our franchise's best player. It's either him or Bobby Clark. Like, they're weren't the only, we saying that? Yeah, weren't they're we the only that? two that have ever played a thousand games in the franchise's history. And like, if his jersey number, if his number doesn't get retired, that's a fucking shame on Philadelphia Flyers. We were saying him. that though. We were saying we bet. I I remember this conversation. We're yeah. like, I bet he plays his thousand yeah, game and then gets traded. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I kind of love did. that though. And like it was they awesome, gave it dude. to him. It was it was a nice ceremony. They gave him like a silver stick. Um, we won the game. I think four three or five four. He didn't score. I don't even know if he had any points, but he was obviously like the number one star of the game. Fans yeah. and everybody gave him a standing ovation. It was a big deal. It was nice. That's um, cool. But then he didn't even travel with the team. Like they let one on a road trip the next day. He didn't travel. So it's like oh he's getting traded. Um, yeah. And then I think either that day or the next day he was traded to the Panthers. We gave up him, two dudes I don't know, and I think a fifth-round pick. And we got a first and a second or a first and a third. And this dude, um, Owen Tippett, he's not any good. 
uh, he's played like a couple of NHL games, but he's like primarily been in like AHL, like the lower leagues. And he hasn't played much in the NHL. And when he does, his plus minus is not plus. So. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, kind of at a spot where we, you know what I mean? We kind of have to rebuild. Um, yeah. Maybe he'll resign with us. His contract ends this summer. So maybe he'll resign with us. That That's my hope. My that would be cool. Hope. How old is he? He's like 34, right? Yeah, 34, 35, 36, something like that. Mid-30s. Yeah. Just go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's how we got flyer stuck. Yeah, NFL season's over. We're NFL been going crazy, season. dude. We we've been going crazy. So we'll start with the birds. Obviously, that's what we do. The birds signed Hassan Reddick. Um, I love it. I love that signing. Mm-hmm. Um, three years, forty-five million. He's an edge rusher. He was in Carolina. He grew up in Camden, New Jersey. He went to Temple. He was a walk-on at Temple, and then he got drafted by Carolina. Oh, so he's a Philly guy at heart. Philly guy, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, he he had 11 sacks last year, or he didn't get drafted to Carolina because he had 11 sacks last year and he had 12 and a half in 2020 with Arizona. Um, I love it, dude. I um, love it. That's what our team needs, dude. That's what we needed. Yeah. Like, that was a great yeah. signing. Interested to see what happens with, like, Brandon Graham because, like, you know, if like Hassan Reddick is gonna take over like on that side or the D line, or like Josh Sweat is ready to take those should like those should be our edge rusher edge rushers, right? So like is Brandon Graham like ready to be a backup? Like he is a veteran, does he want to stay? You know what I mean? Or is he yeah. gonna want to like be a starter? Dude, or is it if our then again is it just gonna make him work harder than everybody works harder and then we're fucking everybody's just working hard trying to get a starting position and we're nice. Well, dude, if Brandon Graham is our backup edge rusher, like you know injuries are going to happen. Like, that's a yeah. solid piece to have, dude. That's yeah. a solid yeah. piece to Especially have. Especially like, for as him, a like, older, coming off injury. Like, I know he wants to come back, but you never know. Yeah. Um, Who knows? Uh, I don't know. That's that's exciting. Yeah. We also signed Zach Pascal today. Oh, really? If, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you saw that. That was today. I didn't see that. I haven't yeah. been on – I've been so busy today. I haven't been, like, on Twitter really at all, but that's – Honestly, dude, I that's like that a solid, lot. Dude, I like it. Yeah. Compliments Devonta and Quez Watkins well. Um, you know, missed out on the Allen Robinson sweepstakes. Um, yeah. I think we lost interest in Juju. He ended up signing with the Chiefs. Juju did. That's scary. That's yeah. They got terrifying. a really good offense. Um, yeah. <laughs> they could still use a running back, but. I saw. Uh, I think Clay mentioned it to me. He was just like, "Dude, Juju, and Jackson Mahomes." On this with the same organization, Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know how he's like the TikTok fuck, right? Oh yeah, he's yeah, yeah, also yeah, a TikTok yeah. fuck. Oh, he's like that yeah, could yeah, be yeah. a problem, dude. Yeah. That could be I, a problem. I saw something funny. It was like it was like when Jackson Mahomes and Juju see each other for the first time, and it's like two dudes like in a stare down, like twelve feet away from each other, just staring at each other. It's like, <laughs> yes, it's a wild, wild west fucking stare down. Wild, wild west of the TikTok influencers. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, dude, he is going to be scary because he's a big body that's going to be great underneath. They got so many burners that can take the roof off, like Tyreek, Byron Pringle, um, other dude, uh, Demarcus uh, Robinson is his nah, name. Yeah, not yeah, that's one of them. But he's not the he's not the one I'm thinking of. There's one who's like higher in the pecking order before Byron Pringle, and I can't think of his name. Um. It's all right. Uh, see, it's it. me. Do it's you think do you think Juju hurts or helps Tyreek's fantasy value? Helps. I that's what I was thinking too. 
I think it's going to take some of the double team off Tyreek. I mean, even with Travis yeah. Kelsey, it was kind of already doing that. But now defenses are going to have to worry about Tyreek Hill, Juju, and Travis Kelsey. That's yeah. disgusting, and dude, yo, Juju dude. is a good signing because he is so young. Dude. He's like 24, yeah. 25, or 26. Yeah, dude. And he's already like proven himself as a pretty solid like number one guy his he's rookie not, year. He's proven himself as a really good number two. He yeah, was but a, he was he was the number one his rookie year, wasn't he? No, he had Antonio. Like he was good when Antonio Brown was on the Steelers. Oh, that's true. Antonio that's true. Brown was the one, and Juju. I feel was like the that has been. So, I feel like, like was that was amazing. so long ago. Juju was so good yeah. as the two, but then ever since yeah. AB left, like he hasn't Juju been a great number one. At, he hasn't even had the same production he had when he was a number two. Number two. You yeah. Know what I mean, yep. I, he was hurt the one year. I don't think he played the whole season. Um. I mean that happens, but yeah, but even last year, like he wasn't yeah. putting up wide receiver one numbers. No, no. Um, the Eagles also they release and then sign Fletcher Cox to a more team friendly contract. We also re-signed Boston Scott. I love both of those. Obviously. Love that, yeah. Um, love that. Outside of Philly. Wait, wait, wait! Before we do that, is there? Anybody else on the free agency market left? Tyran Matthew. Nope. In the wide receiver position that you would think be worth like even taking a look at. Like I know Allen Robinson's gone. Obviously, like Devontae Adams or yeah, has got traded to um Las Vegas. But Uh, is there anyone else left that like I because that was one thing I was excited about. Like I was excited to have like a complimentary piece to Devonta Smith and Quez, but I, I think it's yeah, I, think it's, I don't think I think it's really... Zach Pascal, but like he's coming, he's linking back up with Nick Sirianni, and like Nick Sirianni was the OC in Indy. Yeah, but like also he's like I'm excited about that, but like we could have done we could have done, done more. A lot better. Yeah. Could have done more. Julio, but I don't want Julio, dude. He's I wouldn't play see half the season with a hamstring injury. I wouldn't mind Julio if we can get him for cheap. Like, I don't want to fucking yeah. ball out and break the bank for Julio Jones just because of his name. But if we can kind of get him on, a, like, a cheap deal, dude, get him, like, rehabbed and make sure he's healthy going into the season, not really, like, push AJ him. Green? Uh, I think I'd rather have Julio, dude. Yeah, I think Julio would – I think Julio. I'd rather – yeah, but right now, I think with the season A.J. Green just had, it he's was better than Julio Jones' season. season. Definitely. It was better than Julio. And I think Julio is a better mentor for Devontae to kind of learn under, even though, you know, Julio's a fucking huge guy. Devontae's not. Um, so it's not like you're, he's going to bring, like, the same physicality. But I think Julio Jones is DK just like, Metcalf. Yeah, I, I was on that. I was on the DK train for a while, but I just don't see Seattle letting go of him, dude. I don't think they're, I don't think they're going total rebuild. He's not only been either. there for, what, three years now? Not even two years? Yeah. I don't think they're. I don't think they're gonna. He's like the franchise guy, dude. I don't think yeah. that's gonna happen. Um, but like I said, like if we can get Julio for cheap, we have Zach Pascal to lean back on. Like if Julio does end up being a bust, like health wise, Zach Pascal's not that bad. He's, no, not, he's not. He's not no. He's no Julio. Like if Julio stays healthy, but well, like he might be Julio if you know, based on knows, the Julio dude. that we've gotten over the past two or three years. I would even say I think I thought Julio had a good year two years ago. Like he was, he was Julio he was hurt Jones. All the time. Well, last year he was hurt, but the he year was before, the year that, before he was, that, when he was in Atlanta, he was hurt. Like half really? Season. Yeah. And Calvin Ridley was tearing it up, and even fucking Russell. Oh, Gaines that's was right. Having himself a year. That's right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know, dude. I just like Julio just can't stay healthy, bro. It's just like fucking James Harden. Like it's the hamstring. The hamstring always comes back. Yeah, that's one injury that's gonna be like it's a forever, dude. It's injury. been it's yeah. been with him forever. Yeah, that's so, tough. But even I mean, then, if you're only bringing him in as like you know a vet minimum, cheap deal, vet minimum, kind of get fucking Devonta Smith some some reps in with him and kind of get him under Julio's wing as like be my mentor for the year two uh, that you're here and kind of like Alshon dude like Alshon Jeffrey wasn't like when we signed Alshon I wasn't like oh it's Alshon Jeffrey it's just like oh it's Alshon Jeffrey who used to be a stud kind of has been injured for the for a while now but look what he did dude like if yeah. if, if Julio can come in and be the Alshon Jeffrey of the Eagles of 2018 dude for league minimum for vet yeah, minimum for dude. sure for sure so I, I'm signing up for that all day, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Dude, I'm looking back at Julio's like seasons. He played like almost every game in every season except for last year. He missed. He missed, I think, like nine. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. No, he missed seven. He missed a lot of games last year. Or this is two years ago. Sorry, he missed seven, and two of those he only played thirty-six and twenty-one snaps in. So he probably got hurt those games or like re-injured. Yeah. Um. Last year he missed like eleven. He missed seven, but three games he played less than fifty percent of the snaps, and two games he played exactly fifty percent of the snaps. Yeah. So like, it's hurt a lot. With the hand, and who knows? And who and knows? His weren't that. even like game, like back to back to back games. It was two games here, play a game, get hurt, miss a game, play a game, miss three yeah. games. Play half a game, play half a game, play a game, don't play a game. Yeah, that's it was frustrating as a uh, Julio Jones fantasy manager last year for sure. Yeah. Especially especially when he had that he was in that new offense with uh what's his name? AJ Brown. Like yep. you thought he was gonna have some open space and it just wasn't happening. Um all right, can we move on to the rest of the NFL now? Yeah, let's get it. El Gote, Thomas Brady is back. He said, psych, I'm not retiring, dude. Y'all thought I was hanging out with my kids and wife? Uh, I I low key, she's uh, a smoke show. I low-key kind of knew that was going to happen. I don't know why. Yeah, like, I, I had no evidence to support it. I was just like, I feel like he's not done, dude. He told Cristiano Ronaldo he was going to keep playing. Yeah. And Ronaldo was like, as a fellow GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> as a fellow El Like, dude, you can't, you can't. Like, I love Ronaldo. Obviously, he's my favorite footballer of all time. Well, that will never change. But, like, you can't call yourself the GOAT, dude. That's not like a – you know what I mean? Like, you can't – that's not like a self-proclaimed title. You don't decide yeah. – you don't decide if you're the GOAT. You know what I mean? Well, like, maybe he did. Maybe he's like, you know what? I'm the GOAT. I mean, he definitely did. Just Fuck that little That's rap just, boy. like, his mentality. But it's just cringy. You can't call yourself the GOAT. Right. Whatever. Most of them do it. LeBron does it. Jordan does it. I've never seen LeBron like say in like out loud, like, oh, I'm the GOAT though. And Ronaldo's done that like a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Ronald or LeBron's always like, I consider myself to be one of the best. Which is true. Like I I I LeBron is my GOAT of basketball. But like yeah, when you I, call yourself the GOAT. Dude, dude, he's the only person ever 30k, 10k, 10k, 30 point, 30,000 points, 10k rebounds and assists ever. Only one ever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like the league that LeBron plays in is not more physical, but it's harder it's to a score. It's better. 
It's harder to score points. I saw this thing the other day, and it in. was like we got dudes putting up single dudes putting up sixty points in different games multiple times this week. The oh yeah, that was eighty-seven or nineteen ninety-three Bulls, like some some or not Bulls, um, Jazz in the NBA Finals put up fifty-four points in the entire yeah. game. Yeah, that's less than what college teams put up now in right. two two twenty-minute quarters, right? Or halves, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so it is um, different. But Brady's back. I don't know, dude. I think he'll be fine. I think the, the Bucks the are NFC just going to be South the Bucks. So they'll they'll run right through that division. Like they got they'll no make the playoffs anymore. Yep. And then hopefully, I mean, their defense is good. They've re-signed a few pieces. They lost uh, some of their offensive line. They're probably going to lose Lenny. They might lose yep. Chris Godwin if they don't want to pay him because uh, he doesn't want to play on the franchise tag. But, but they re-signed Cameron Bray and, like, maybe Gronk comes back, maybe not. I see Gronk coming back. I think if Brady's done, Brady's not done, I don't think Gronk's done. I agree. I think Gronk is like, yeah, I'm going to play with my friend Tom until he quits, and then I'm done. Yeah, yeah pretty much, dude. They would spend their whole career together. He's like, yep. why not? He retired, so he didn't get traded to the Lions. Who? Did you know that? Gronk, he retired. So that, so that he didn't get traded to the Lions? Yeah. Patriots called and said, you're going to get traded to the Lions. And he said, no, I'm retiring. And then That's they were like, play. seriously? He's like, yeah, I'm done I'm done playing. I'm not playing in fucking Detroit. And then Brady's, like, signed with the Bucs. And he's like, you know what? I think I can play I'm again. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he had, like, he had to do something with the Patriots, like, make them, like, release him because he was still, like, technically, like, on contract to them. Right. Because he didn't I think if you retire, you're technically, <laughs> like, if you come back, you're on. Excuse me. You have to finish out your contract. But. Yeah. But you can like, buy I'll... yourself out of it and shit like that. Yeah. Um, Devontae Adams to the Raiders. I think the Raiders have a scary offense, dude. I don't know how Devontae Adams is going to be any good when he's fucking got to compete with Hunter Renfro. <laughs> Listen, dude. Either Devontae Adams is going to be Devontae Adams if Derek Carr can stay healthy because they have that rapport already. They have that yeah, chemistry. Yeah. And, and he's going to be Devontae Adams. Hunter Renfro is going to be Hunter Renfro. Or – the defense playing against the Raiders are going to be like, oh, shit, we have to fucking double up on Devontae Adams because he's Devontae Adams. And Hunter Renfro is going to go crazy. And then you got Darren Waller, too. And, you and then you got Darren Waller. Yeah. And then you, you got, got Josh, Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. Dude, their offense is nice, man. Yeah. Their offensive line can stay healthy. Josh like Josh Jacobs, Jacobs is, is a little bit of, is a, no. of a goofy dude. He's like – he's kind of whack. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's – He's not like a top five running back or anything, but he's still he's still very good. Yeah, he's solid. Um, yeah, but that fucking division is tough, dude. Yeah, dude. That yeah. division is tough. The Chargers are loading up. The Chargers are loading up. Um, they just resigned Mike Williams, them. right? I think so. And they traded for Khalil Mack. Then they signed J.C. Jackson, five years, eighty-two and a half million from New England. Um, like they're like getting their defense fucking stacked they, that was their that was like their fucking achilles heel last year was their defense their offense their was defense fine was dude. Hurt. like their defense a couple years ago was good yeah and then last yeah, year they were hurt true. and they sucked that's um, true and now they got khalil mack to go across the opposite side of nick bosa yeah that's, that's scary. scary that is got scary. jc jackson as one of your defense the defensive backs and they're one of their safeties or one of their other corners is like an absolute so like an all pro yeah. Um, they're gonna be good. Chargers then, fans should be excited, man. They had a they they're like very much on the on the rise. Yeah, with Justin Herbert yeah. and the Austin Eckler. 
yeah. Mike Williams. And then you got the Broncos who just brought Russell Wilson in. Um, they signed Randy Gregory from the Cowboys. From the Cowboys. He, he was going to sign with the Cowboys. And the Broncos gave him the same exact offer. And he's like, nah, fuck the Cowboys. I'm going to go sign with the yeah. Broncos. And he's been with Good. the Cowboys. And, like, they've been with him through, like, suspensions for, like, smoking lot. weed and shit yeah. like that. Like, they've been with him. And he's like, nah, fuck, I'm going to play with Denver. Playing Denver. Um, they also signed Alex Singleton. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, so we lost him. He was our lead tackler for the past two years. Yeah, um, that kind of hurts, but oh Yeah, well. but it does kind of hurt, but at the same time, like I've, I said before on this podcast, he's our best linebacker, but he's not good enough to be, like, a great linebacker. He's not, like – if he's our best linebacker, that's a problem. That means our that's linebacking core right. is bad. He's, right. he's a good, like, number two or three linebacker. He's a good number two linebacker. He's, he's super high motor. He's pretty fast. He can fly around. I think if we had like a more hard nosed linebacker, like a middle linebacker that could help stuff the middle and just like lay motherfuckers out, like just give me like old school Brian Erlacher in the middle of Jeremiah. Yeah. Trotter. Oh, big facts. Jeremiah Trotter. Goddamn, dude. Yeah. NFL Street, Jeremiah Trotter. That was my shit. Yes. Yes. Um, let's see. We got so Deshaun Watson has no criminal charges to like brought against him or pursued against him. I don't know what the legal jargon is. Um, but so the Texans are like, all right, we're going to trade this guy. And there's a bunch of teams that were involved and the Browns were like, yeah, we're, we're interested in the Baker Mayfield was like, fuck you guys. I don't want to be here. If you don't want to, if you don't want me to your quarterback, we're looking for other people. Um, and they also said something about them wanting an adult at quarterback and just like threw some shade his way. And then the Browns were like, nah, we're out on Deshaun Watson. And then Baker was like, well, I don't give a fuck. I'm requesting a trade. And the Browns were like, well, we're not. You know, we're not going to fulfill your request and you're going to be our starting quarterback and we're committed to you and you being our future. And then the Browns traded for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> dude, just like a total Browns move, dude. That yeah. fucking franchise yeah. is in shambles and they always will be. <laughs> yeah. So the Browns get Deshaun Watson. They also signed Amari Cooper or they traded for Amari Cooper. And also um, release Jarvis Kareem Landry. Hunt, no Jarvis, but Kareem Hunt, uh, Nick Chubb, Dernish Johnson. They're gonna need Donovan Peoples Jones is not Peoples kind of a solid bad, deep they, option. They they do need like another wide receiver to go across from Amari, but like yeah. David Njoku's there. Um and Harrison Bryant, I think, is sneaky. Um at the tight end position. I like him a little bit. Yeah. Did uh has Baker signed anywhere yet? No, I think he's like still a brown. Like he needs to get traded. Oh, so they'll probably move him for. I don't know. Where do you think he ends or up, dude? Just drop him. I don't know, dude. What team like needs a quarterback now? I feel like there's been so the many, Falcons? so much quarterback. No, didn't they just sign uh Marcus Mariota? Marcus Mariota, yeah, yeah. Reunited with Arthur Smith from when they were in Tennessee because Arthur yep. Smith came from Tennessee. Now he's yep. the head coach in Atlanta. Matt Ryan's in Indy. Matt Ryan just got traded to Indy. Which I like a lot. I got that here in the notes. I like that one a lot because that's kind of what they need, right? Like they got Just a pocket passer. Jonathan Taylor, yep. who can like Jonathan Taylor's probably the best running back in the league, right? Right. And but they don't have good receivers. That's the yeah. thing. I mean, they have what's his name? Uh, no, uh, fucking. Oh, what's his fucking name? Uh, we do have T.Y. Hilton. Not. Obviously, oh, Pascal. Pittman. Yeah, 
Pittman. He's 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 pretty good. I like Michael Pittman, dude. Yeah, me he's too. Good. He's not great. Um, and they don't have. He's probably their wide receiver one. I don't think Ty they Hilton have is. Mo Alley Cox as their tight end. Jack Doyle retired. Yeah, Mo Alley Cox is kind of a stud. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's just huge. Yeah. Um, but um, their defense is pretty stout, and their O line is one of the best in the league. And that's something Matt Ryan's not used to having a good O line. Right. Which um, and that one in Atlanta is fucking atrocious. He was on. He's on what? Like one year left on his contract. I think he's got a couple. The Falcons yeah. are taking a 40.5 million dead cap hit. Just for getting rid of him? Yeah, for trading him. Oof. Which is more than the Birds last year who took a dead cap hit of like 32 million for Wentz. Yeah, that's wild. Dude, I'm so glad we got rid of – we got off that shit. Yeah, me too. That was the best thing the Birds have done in so long. Yeah. It sucks how quickly everything fell apart. But oh well, yeah. Pass gotta, it now. We got a fucking trophy out of it. We got we got yep. the Lombardi that we wanted. Yeah. Fucking we that shit to the ground. Essentially, sold our souls for a Super Bowl win, yeah. and I'm fine with it, dude. I'm well, lucky for hey. you. You're only partially a Philly fan. Like <laughs> the re- it's the yeah, city that sold true. our soul. Now the rest of us are fucked. That's true. I mean, I mean, dude. With how big of a Yankees fan I am, like ten years without even a World Series appearance has been for my whole life, dude. Like I was obviously I was born in '96. From like '95 on, yeah, this up is until the longest drought you've ever had, ever, dude. And I'm like fucking breathe, live, die for the Yankees. So it's like kind of scary now, where it's like, dude, are we becoming a poverty franchise because Hal doesn't know how to spend money or like run a team or like I'm kind of nervous, but. I mean, also, I see the point where it's like Yankees fans are spoiled. You make the playoffs every year. But it's like, yeah, dude, like how frustrating is that? that Would you rather just like – That's the standard is make the fucking playoffs. Make the playoffs. But, like, that's all we're doing. You know what I mean? Like, we're not making the moves necessary to get ourselves past the fucking wild card. Or we haven't been yeah. to the ALCS since 2017. 2017, we weren't even supposed to be, like, close to the World Series. So, so it's you like – guys might get in trouble for cheating? Yeah, dude, it's – it's the same shit that happened years ago when the fucking Astros scandal came out. It's every fucking team's doing it. The Astros just went to a higher, mm-hmm. like a more of a mm-hmm. length. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Red Sox mm-hmm. just got in trouble two years ago for the same shit mm-hmm. and they didn't get in trouble at all. Mm-hmm. The Yankees and the Red Sox actually both got fined. Yeah. And the Yankees were like, they, when they got warned about it, they were like, Hey, stop doing that. And they're like, all right, we will. And the Astros just didn't. Yeah, but now there's letters that say that Manfred was working with the Yankees to with Brian Cashman to help cover up their cheating scandals. I'll believe it when it when it comes out as fucking when it's proven, dude. This shit happens every fucking year. Mm -hmm. Every year, bro. (laughs) Baseball's fuck. Listen, I'm not saying this because I'm a Yankees fan. It's all of baseball. It was the same thing with steroids, dude. Every team yeah. was doing it. Like every player, except for Derek Jeter, was on steroids. Like it's hey, just a matter. Hey, J-Roll, of... who's like the real fucking goat shortstop. Oh, Better than that dude. bum Derek Jeter. He's got more MVPs. Dude, don't even get me started. MVPs. Would you rather have one player have an MVP or five World Series titles? Well, he's got an MVP and a World Series title. Does he have five? No, but he's got one. Does he have does he have does he have rookie of the year? 
I Does he know. have 13 all-star appearances? Yeah. Maybe. All right, dude. I would trade those for one MVP title every day of the fucking week. Whatever, dude. Get your fucking weight up, kid. You don't have an MVP trophy in your hardware closet. Don't, don't need an MVP trophy. I don't give a fuck about an MVP trophy. What does that get you? An a pat MVP on the back? Trophy. Yeah. Nice job. You were most valuable player for a team that sucked. Probably get you some of that gawk gawk, some of that goody good. Ah, hey, man. That's the yeah, You can't argue that, brother. Um... Other nonsense I've seen, I put for last week. This would have been news if we recorded the let whenever I originally made this doc, but we didn't. Right. But Christian Kirk signed to the Jags for four years, eighty-two million dollars, bro. Yeah, dude, what the fuck is that? He's not an eighty-two million dollar wide receiver. No, I'm sorry. Like he's all right, but he's not that much. Like he's not worth that. No. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Good luck, Doug Peterson. I'd like dude, to see the- you do well. The Jags could have done so much more with $82 million and signed one fucking wide receiver that's, like, at best, a okay. low-end wide receiver, too. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, dude, last year, A.J. Green was, like, arguably a wide receiver, too, half of the time. Like it was Better like, than Christian Kirk. Christian, and Rondell Moore was, like, getting a bunch of targets and shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I don't know. But the Bengals, the Bengals have made some moves. Yeah. They signed Lyle Collins, the Cowboys right tackle, three years, 30 million. They signed Alex Kappa, the Bucks right guard, four years, 40 million. And they signed Ted Karras, the Patriots old center, three years, 18 million. They're dude, really that's what they needed. And they do that's what they studs, needed, dude. dude. Like Lyle Collins is one of the best right tackles in the league, has been for a while. Like he's a stud. The Bucks have the like one of the best offensive lines in the league, and the Patriots always have a good offensive line. Yeah, so you just dude, pulled, you just put the right side of your line together with three from three of the best like offensive line. Well, I guess maybe the Cowboys now don't have one of the best O lines like completely in the league, but Collins is still like top five right tackle in the league behind Lane yeah. Johnson. And obviously. look what Joe Burrow did with no O line last year. Terrible O line, dude. Like most imagine what he's gonna O-line. do this year. Yeah, that's scary, bro. That's that's scary. Yeah. They, they, they've got – their offense is stacked, dude. Joe Mixon, fucking Jamar Chase. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the wide receiver, T, uh, T, T. Higgins. Um, and Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd's a stud. C.J. Ozama. Nah, he got, he got signed by the Jets. He signed with New York. Oh, fuck, the fucking Jets, dude. They're so annoying. That's kind of a good signing for them, honestly. Yeah, it is. But they're going to be the Jets. Like, they're not yeah, going to do anything, they, dude. Because like, they got Zach Wilson. Not only that, they're just it just comes down to them that being be the Jets. And they said, that's who we want to be the face of our <laughs> franchise. Yeah. Oh, man. The fucking Jets, dude. They're like the Orioles of the NFL. They re-signed Braxton Berrios, too. I like ba- I like Barrios. He's yeah, good. Me too. And what's what's his name? They're uh, rookie running back. Uh, Michael Carter. Yeah, I like Michael Carter a lot too. Yeah, me too. He Who was knows? so I... good when they had the fucking other dude starting, because the other dude, uh, Zach, nah, Zach White was his, Mike White. When he oh, started, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was dumping it off to Michael Carter, and Michael Carter was getting hella like yards after catch, and he was having crazy fantasy days. But Zach yeah, Wilson, like he had bad weeks, fantasy right? days with Zach Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, don't, I, I don't know. The NFL, man, the offseason has been more entertaining than MLB has been for the last 
four fucking months. That is. And All it's right. been two weeks. It's going to get more fun, dude. Hopefully the birds can sign Tyra and Matthew. Yeah, the draft's Tyra. coming up. Draft's coming up. I'm excited for the draft. I'm excited to see what happens. Tyron Matthew, if he signs with the birds. That would be huge. Is, that is worth buying, like, a Tyron Matthew Birds jersey. Like, that's how huge, how huge that would be. I would buy a, a fucking Honey Badger Philadelphia Eagles jersey. I would love if they just locked him up for, like, five years. Yeah, dude. Don't even fucking worry about it for the next five years. Like, he's going to be our fucking like main five years, linebacker. somewhere between 85 and 100 mil. I think I'm cool with that. Yeah, for sure. Don't fuck this up, Howie. Yeah, go get him. You didn't get Allen Robinson or any of the big wide receiver free agents that we could have gotten. Spend the money elsewhere. Get Tyron Matthew. Let's have a stud defense. Give our offense some breathing room. Yeah. Let's fucking get after it. Got a lot of other holes, but, like, I think our defensive line is good. Our defensive line, first of all, has always been good, but we've been aging, and I think we've done a good job of replenishing the defensive line with talent, and I think we do that a little bit more in the draft and then get, like, a good linebacker that can kind of hold it down in the middle. You got Darius Slay. You got our secondary. Our secondary is good, dude. I don't and, like our secondary is mean, not Devontae bad. Maddox is solid as like a quarterback yeah. too. Um, who's that other bull from that we signed from Pittsburgh? Um, he wore number three. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, um, uh, it's a fucking skinny motherfucker, right? He's like yeah. real thin. Yeah, he was. He was good though. Um, so I mean, I like what we have. I don't know. Yeah. We'll Hopefully this we is can the just time stay year healthy. I get excited. Dude. I get excited for my teams. I was telling Lex, I was like, "This is the time of year I get excited for the Phillies, and then they let me down." And you know, it's just all vicious thing. cycle. <laughs> I get excited for the Birds. They let me down. I didn't get excited yeah. for the Sixers because of Ben Simmons. Bullshit. I don't know. We can we really say that the Birds let us down last year though? Like our expect our expectations were way lower than what they did. We weren't expecting to make the playoffs, dude. No, that's true. Um, like I was happy with the playoff. I did take over eight and a half wins though. For this year or last year? Last year. Yeah, that's tough. So my, I, you know, I was hoping we would get nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll have to see. Um, I figured, you know, tis the season. We should talk a little March Madness. My bracket is fucked. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to look at it now, but it's – I had fucking Kentucky winning the whole thing. It went out oh, in the first fucking you? round. I yeah. had – so my first one that I made, I had Houston winning the whole thing. Look, was look that in Bracket I'm not, Boys? I'm not bullshitting you. Look at it. Yeah, that was in Bracket Boys, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Damn, dude. 99.9%. Damn, son. I'm at 77.6% right now. Um, But my max is only 14.10. And Clay's max is fourteen ninety, but he's only got three seventy right now. Oh yeah. Could you get Who's more Dippy points? Chungus? Do you know? Nah. Nah, me neither. Um, but let's see. Through the first round, I think I had five wrong in the first round. Um, I got the UConn game wrong. I got the Alabama Notre Dame game wrong. I got Kentucky wrong. Seton Hall and TCU. I was so torn on that one. Um, yeah, I had seven Ohio wrong in the first State round. Ohio State and Loyola, Chicago. I took Loyola for fun. Um, I didn't get any wrong in the bottom bracket. So I, the upsets that I got right, I got Miami over UNC or USC, Iowa State over LSU. 
Richmond over Iowa. Dude, I liked Richmond for this for this tournament. I like them in Houston. Michigan over Colorado State. I picked them because of the uh, – what's his face? The Coastal Bowl. But I, I had Tennessee oh, yeah. beating them, so I had that. I got that one wrong in the second round. It's like, what did I get wrong in the second round? Nothing up top. Oh, I had Baylor moving on. Um, I had them going pretty far, I think. Me too. Um, and then I had Kentucky and St. Peter's is still moving on. But that's fine because that fucks everybody's bracket. And I love Same. to see St. Peter's win because they're the Jersey school. Yeah, after they uh they beat Kentucky, right? Yeah, that was their first. Yeah, they round. they beat Kentucky. You texted me about the them being like that small Jersey school, and after that, I was like, all right, like I'd like to see them yeah. going around. Like that's fun. Yeah, and then they beat Murray State. There. Yeah, yeah. Lexa's sister goes to St. Peter's, and she was like texting me about it, and, like DMing me shit like about about it. And I was like, hell yeah, dude! I love yeah, it. Her uh, her roommate's boyfriend's on the team. Oh, that's tight. Yeah. Um, I got the Michigan-Tennessee game wrong, so I picked Tennessee to go through. Um, and I picked Wisconsin to beat Iowa State, and I picked Auburn to beat Miami. Damn, I had uh, – so Michigan kind of fucked me too because I had Tennessee over Villanova in the Sweet 16. Michigan's there. So I'm not going to get anything there because obviously – Tennessee can't win that game. It's yeah. going to be Michigan or Villanova. When I look at the next round, like, I already have three out of the eight Elite Eight games, like, crossed out. Teams crossed out. Yep. I have one, two. So, what I have coming up, I have Gonzaga beating Arkansas. In Texas, the West? Yeah. Texas Tech beating Duke. And then I had Baylor winning, so I have Baylor in my Elite Eight in the East. But that's not going to happen. Mm. And I have Purdue winning, so hopefully Purdue can get it done against St. Peter's. Um, and it would I be have, fun to see St. Peter's win that, though. That would yeah, be fucking awesome. And then I have Houston beating Arizona because I just love Houston. But they looked bad on Sunday. Yeah. I watched that game. I put money on them. Um, the spread was like three and a half, so I threw some money on it. They covered. But they looked bad for most of the game. Um, and then I had Tennessee winning the other game and they're not left. They're not in anymore. And then I have Kansas beating Providence and I had Wisconsin moving on, but that's not going to happen either. I, uh, yeah. My only final four team that's not left is Baylor though. So I still got Gonzaga, Houston, Kansas, if they, if they can make a run. But I have Baylor Houston in the final, and then Baylor winning it all, or Houston winning it all. I mean, if Kansas can reach the championship game, I'll have that. Like I picked them to make the championship game, right. but I obviously had Kentucky over them. Um, I only have Kentucky is the only team I have out of my final four. Mm. Duke, Duke, Arizona, and Kansas are the other. Three. Dude, you know what's crazy? So that uh, right now, that's my best bracket. I have four hundred and ninety points at ninety nine point nine percent, but my max is fourteen ten. My second bracket that I made, I have 440 points, 95%, but my max is 1520. And Mm. then in my third bracket that I made, I have 460 at 98.7, and my max is 1660. Who you got winning that one? Purdue. Um, I had Baylor going far, Arizona, Houston. Oh, I have 
Yeah, see, this one I did good because I had in the Midwest, I'm not doing too good. I saw Kansas and Providence and Kansas moving on, but I had Michigan. I had the entire South correct at the Sweet 16, Arizona, Houston, and then Michigan, Villanova. And I have Houston, Villanova in the Elite Eight. Mm. Um, yeah, I could have in this bracket, I only have two out of my Elite Eight teams that have lost already. So I still have a bunch of Elite Eight teams that can go through. And then That'll be exciting. It'll be exciting. The next few rounds are going to be uh, when does, when's the next round start? The 24th? Two days? Three days? 24, 24, 25. Yeah, the 24th. Yeah. The fir- I think the first weekend's my favorite. The first two rounds, that's my favorite. Me too, because they're just it's so much basketball yeah, going dude, on at mayhem. once. That uh what was it? That red zone type shit they had on the NCAA you put me on. Yeah, that was dope. That was dude. dope. Dude. I enjoyed that. Yeah. It's funny because literally like two hours before you sent me that text, I was talking to Clay and I was like, dude, they should have like a red zone for this shit. Like I hate watching just one game at a time. And then you text me, he's like, yo, NCAA, they got the fast break. It's like red zone. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah dude, it's nice and it's completely free. Yeah, that's dope. Um, have you been betting on March Madness at all? I did one the first round. Um, I had a nice little like pick and parlay on underdog. None of that shit hit because I don't. My college basketball knowledge is just yeah, so bad, dude. Like I don't know anything. I barely know any of the players. Honestly, um, I think I've only bet a little bit because I don't. I also don't know college basketball too well. Yeah, I'll um, probably wait until like the final four to make some bets, just kind of based off of like what I know but, from the tournament. I think all of my college basketball bets have hit. I'm trying to pull up my FanDuel right now, but it doesn't want to load. I put a same game parlay in yesterday for uh, the El Clasico. Put five bucks on it. Zero out of four legs hit. Oof. That's tough. I had both teams to score. Real Madrid and a draw double chance. Casemiro to get uh, some kind of card to be booked. Yeah. And over eight corners. None of them. None of them hit. <laughs> but Houston minus three and a half. That hit. I bet five to win. I won four fifty-five. We were at the bar. I put four bucks on Wisconsin to win by one to ten. And Michigan State to cover three and a half points. And both of those hit. Won me like three and a half bucks each. And I bet I threw five bucks on Houston to cover an eight and a half point spread in the first round. Five bucks. One four fifty five. So all my college basketball plays have hit. All right. Hey. Oh, fucking... and I did. I saw Cole's um fucking Chipotle order. So I did UNC minus three and a half. <laughs> Yo, bucks, that's so funny, five dude. Bucks and I won four fifty five on that one too. That's so funny, dude. Because we, I was sitting on the couch like working, and he he showed me the picture of like his his order. He's like, "Hey, man, like this was Twitter content." And then like two hours later, he goes. Yo, the burrito bet hit. And I was like, Let's <laughs> yeah, <go."> bro. <laughs> I took it. Shit hit for me. Oh, I'm gonna go tell him that right now when we get off. That's funny. Uh, all right, let's get off, dude. It's been like fucking two hours in this bitch. Hey, we uh came into this episode knowing we had a lot to cover, so that was fun. Been a pleasure. It has always is. I've been pleasuring myself with sports content. So this John's going to come out on Tuesday. When are we going to record again? When do you want to? I don't know. I'm down to do it uh, if we want to do like a quick like 
45 minute comedy episode this week, like maybe Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. And throw that out Friday before the weekend. Yeah. And then maybe uh, we'll go back to normal next week. Yeah. So, all right. So maybe we do like Wednesday or Thursday, we'll do like a quick improv episode. And then next Monday we'll record like our usual um, sports. No, and then no, no, no. let's go back to next Wednesday. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. And then if we we'll want to, do... we can drop this one that we record on the end of this week. We're going to either drop it on like Friday or we could drop it on Monday. Cause we drop it on Monday. That'll really get our listeners back in sync. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. Let's plan for that then. All right, bet. So, uh, listeners, now that you heard us hash this out live, come, come back, <laughs> come back to get your good, good next Monday for a little, a little fun and not so much sports. But uh, hopefully, you enjoyed it. And if you giggled, Thanks. go tell a friend. You know the rules. If if you giggled, you owe us a fucking five star review on Apple Podcasts. Even the slight, if you even fucking cracked a smile, you owe us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And it's the random roommates, and you know we always say. Next laugh's on us. <laughs> I fucking love that, dude. <laughs> Have a good weekend, you fucking idiots. Or week. It's still the beginning of the week. Have a good week, you it's fucking idiots. Literally Monday. He's <laughs> thinking it's Friday. It's literally Monday, my dudes. It's Monday, my dudes. Uh, go make somebody else smile. Uh, see you later, fuckers. <laughs>